Hey everybody, let's see if we're live. What are we gonna talk about here? I have um, uh, an interesting tax piece of information. We're gonna talk about the newest problem facing the quote unquote Christian trademark church. Um, that should be very funny to witness. <laughs> uh, Donald Trump and his supporters, and then, of course, Nichols Fuentes and Joe Rogan come out of the closet. All right, Connington, it's good to be here, everybody. Uh, a little bull rush bear, Tony. God says, sent you a text, baby, in one second. Kai, get the super chats ready to go. I'll read those. Uh, where's your text, God? Hang on. If you're watching this at unauthorized.tv, you're in the saloon now, too. The unauthorized.tv chat is auto-feeding here now. Yeah, Coddington! Coddington doing cool stuff. Look at Coddington getting all technical. That's amazing. Well done, Coddington Bear. I just had something else I wanted to tell you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's final. We just bought the first 33 acres in Missouri. So thank you all who have uh, supported that endeavor of land by bears, for bears. And just to get the uh, excitement going a little bit, we already have an event we're working on planning or a service we're working on planning, however you want to call it, for uh, donors, and that's hunting. Because we don't need to build a Smurf village to do that. There's already a cabin on the land, and so hunters will get a, a very, very inexpensive fee to, uh, to have hunting expeditions. And we also potentially will have longbow bear teach how to bow hunt. It's all coming together, guys. So that's something to look forward to that uh, bow season, I believe, goes until January. So we will be putting that together soon. And uh, if you are a donor, you will be invited for that service potentially. So because the hunting apparently on that, that, that land is unreal. It's, uh, there's just tons and tons of deer. And uh, yeah, BB, you, but I'm Jay's with the glowing fire behind you. I'm Jean. Longbow bow is a stud. Met him at the PA Crush Fest. Yeah. And so uh, we want to set up, because I'd love to learn how to bow hunt. I don't know how to bow hunt. I want to learn. So that, that was the dream of this land, and it's what we're going to do with it. It's like when you have uh, bears with skills, and they are donors, they are members, um, they can set up a workshop, an expedition, something fun to do so that we can so that we can potentially have these events and learn more skills for the future, for our children, for all that stuff. And so right now I just got into the contract where I've bought 33 acres of land and I'm now leasing the 150 acres as we continue to crowdfund to get that going. And, uh, and so we have a tremendous amount of land to hunt on. And that was always one of our goals for Ursa Rio, but North Idaho, the land was so expensive that we could only get uh, 10 acres, which is still good. It's beautiful. There's great fishing on that river and all that. But to have access to 183 acres, including 100 acres of hay fields, it's just unbelievable. We're, all, we're already going to start uh, stacking and, and saving um, hey, you know, we had me and Permian and, uh, and busy town had an awesome chat yesterday about our plans just for hay for the local area to have like maybe like a hay bank so that if there's drought or if there's problems with supply chains, we have a tremendous amount of hay 
Longbow donated a massive chunk of time and trailer full of local produce to the Crush Fest. Keep that under your hat. Yeah, Longbow crushes. And so the way we can make it work is like, let's say it's like $50 or something for someone to rent out the uh, cabin. Like something incredibly inexpensive. Or if you have Longbow teaching, you know, we set up like a fee or something where it can be worth his time and travel and all that. And you can all learn how to hunt. And I just think that's unbelievable. Northwing Bear, UATV chat, bear in mind that the speakeasy can laugh at you behind your back if you do anything dumb. Thank you. Too many gay artards in Boundary County. Well, we just have to outlast them, just like everything else in life. <laughs> BB may be able to buy his own hay from his own hay fields. Swear to God, we're already working on that, that we might do a tractor trailer because we're going to be growing a lot of hay. And uh, maybe when I go to... Uh, Go to the national festival. I come home with a lot of hay. Learning how to field dress a deer is another good skill. Yeah, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. And I'd love to do it with bears. All right, Kyenton, hit me with the super chats. Now we're going to talk about a handy trick uh, when it comes to taxes. It's called uh, Family Foundations. Uh, Nick Fuentes and Joe Rogan come out of the closet. Donald Trump and his supporters. The newest challenge facing the quote-unquote Christian all-rights-reserved trademark church and I'll give you a hint. It has to do with gays. And I think every single one of them is going to cuck. And then uh, check this out. We, uh, this is going to be our Christmas card. We took a picture of our family. It's a, oh, and by the way, the minute I say that nobody in my family ever gets sick, of course this morning Walter uh, is sick. So I knew that was going to fucking happen. So, yeah, he like threw up this morning. So apparently even if you drink raw milk, you still get sick. So um, that happens. I, I knew it. I knew like one day after I said that someone was going to get sick. We haven't, nobody in my family has been sick in over a year. And I just, it always happens. It's almost like you're challenging. Uh, hey, bigger. Yeah, hey's, hey's crushing. All right, so here are the super chats. All right. Thank you for bringing levity back to scripture. Too often it is elevated above the humanity of its writers. The Bible is full of humor God is the greatest comic. The 10 pranks of Egypt were epic. Yeah, I agree. And I, you know, and I've been told like this one uh, quote unquote Christian told me and several people have been telling me this for a long time. And I'm finally kind of accepting that I'm in the wrong bar when it comes to Christianity, which is fine. You know, when you're in a gay bar and you keep telling everyone not to be gay, Eventually, you're like, I'm not supposed to be here. And people have asked me to stop calling myself Christian. Like this one guy, I was like talking about how Paul's a liar. All right. I'm not going to get too into Paul, but. And if that makes me not a Christian, cool, because he's, he said, if you stop calling yourself a Christian, it would honestly get a lot of people to chill out. Because people have been saying that to me for a long time because I don't understand the Trinity, because I don't trust Paul and his little rev revelation that I'm not allowed to be Christian. And I'm starting to have a feeling that Christianity is a trademark or something that has to do with a certain interpretation of the Bible. And, uh, and I think it has more to do with Paul than it does Jesus. Because I'll just read a couple... One second here. I'll just read a couple of the contradictions Paul did with Jesus. And I won't keep this long. I know this pisses people off. Jesus says not to eat meat sacrificed to idols, but Paul says it's A-OK. -okay. Jesus says the law continues, but Paul says no. Paul says the Pharisees followed the law rigorously, but Jesus said they were lax about the law. 
Jesus says salvation initiates and continues by repentance from sin and obedience besides faith. Paul says that this is heresy. Paul, in a roundabout way, calls Jesus a heretic. Jesus tells the apostles to teach his commands uh, given prior to his ascension while in the flesh. But Paul says, no, don't do that. (laughs) Paul says elders are entitled to pay for preaching and teaching, but Jesus says, no, they're not. Jesus teaches there are 12 apostles into eternity, but Paul, of course, adds himself as the lucky number 13, and on and on and on it goes. And so I'm not a Paul guy, and uh, I'm a Jesus guy. I, I follow Christ, I love God, and that's not changing. Like, I feel very liberated that I don't have to continuously defend the, the current brand called Christianity, which is you have the left-wing Christianity, just like the left-wing grab wars. You have sodomy Jews and war Jews, right? You have sodomy Christians and war Christians. So every church I've ever been into, frankly, I haven't felt welcome. And they either have a rainbow flag and a lesbian preacher, that's the sodomy Jews, or they have the Israeli flag and everyone's supposed to give money to Donald Trump because he's blessed by Israel, which means he's blessed by God. And of course, everything's all about Paul. You're, you're, you're not held accountable for any of your actions. You know, you can, you can gamble and, and get hammered and fuck and squirt and all that, but it doesn't matter because you're, you're already saved and you believe. I don't, I don't relate to that. And so maybe I have been in the wrong saloon, you know, and that's okay because I've been getting a lot of pushback that I've been making fun of Paul because Jesus said there was going to be a second coming. He would return, right? Well, apparently he already did. And it was just a one Jewish murderer named Saul. And Saul didn't fall on his knees and beg forgiveness for God or anything. No, no. Jesus just came to him as he was on his way to murder some more Christians. And uh, so now we're waiting for the third coming. And so this is my challenge to a lot of, quote unquote, I'm not a Christian anymore. So, you know, based on on the trademark, because I mean, they don't want me. They're like, they're like, you don't, you're not Christian. I'm like, no, I am though. They're like, no, you're not. Like Christianity is based on the teachings of Paul who contradicts Jesus. And, and you have to believe Jesus is God and the Trinity, even though that word doesn't exist in the Bible. So, because people say conservatives couldn't conserve the female bathroom. Well, it's not up to the politicians for uh, the bathroom. For morality, it's up to the church. And the Christian church in America has conserved absolutely nothing. Zero. Not one thing. You know, it, it, it wants to be ruled by foreigners, fight endless wars, take your vaccine, wear your mask, close it down in times of struggle. Um, and I, that's fine. You know, every mega church or church, like large church I've driven by, they have giant glyphosate um, lawns and they're never talking about usury or how to, you know, avoid the mark of the beast or what Israel means geopolitically. And that's fine. I'm out. I'm my own. I'm my own guy. It's like, I love God. I love Christ. I'm not. Apparently, I'm not Christian trademark, <laughs> and that's fine. Literally fine. This is what the quote unquote church is facing. Because if you don't have an institution, uh, how do you fight these battles? You know, what's even the point? Getting rid of the Christian label is a good thing, even if you do believe in Paul. I don't know how anyone can believe in Paul and Jesus at the same time. It's like they they. Because all of Paul's revelations and changing of the law comes from him swearing that he saw Jesus on the road to Jamarcus when there was no witnesses and it contradicts what Jesus said. 
And so, totally fine. You guys can have Steven Crowder and Joel Osteen and uh, the Pope Francis and all that shit. I'm not going to pretend to be something I'm not if that really is what Christianity is. That you have to act like Jesus declared he's God and everyone should worship him and that Paul, you know, I, I, I just, I honestly think it's very confusing. So what's happening now? So Cam VTV says, I got confused over the same sex marriage bill. I thought it was already legal. My cousin is gay and he got married years ago. So I looked into the bill. Ah, it will allow the IRS to revoke the tax exempt status of churches that hold fast to traditional marriage. And then we, uh, me and Cod gabbed out. This is amazing news. Lockdown revealing 2.0. Choose between God or your tax status. Serve the most high or serve mammon. You can't serve two masters. And for all you Christians out there, and then I'll leave you alone. If I don't identify as Christian, I won't feel an obligation to try and straighten out the nonsense. But ask yourself honestly, do you think your church is going to cuck or do you think they're going to keep their tax-exempt status and justify it somehow? They're going to say, well, we need our money to fight the real battles. So yes, to mincing, sodomizing queens can marry each other. Understand what this legally means. And just ask yourself, do you think your church will hold the line? Uh, I'd say 100% will not. That's my theory. Okay. Um, I've said 501c3 was evil for years. They squirm every time I bring it up. I think Christianity has been subverted since Paul. And that's okay, you know. I I'm I feel a real sense of liberation that I don't have to uh, you know defend all that shit anymore. So when you have two mincing, sodomizing queens in masks marrying in your church, will you at, at some point think there might be something wrong? Because my goal, let me just state my goal with Bertari and all this stuff, and I would love it if mega churches had similar goals. As a follower of Christ, lover of God, seeker of truth, bard king of Bertaria, slayer of wizards, milker of goats, father of four. <laughs> Definitely 100% will fit. Yeah, 100% will cuck. There won't be a single church that currently has a 501c3 status that will give it up for gay marriage. Not one. I bet there isn't one. And I bet every one of them will be like, oh, it's great. It, it, no, we have to play ball. Owen Benjamin's a, he's a piece of shit. Want to know who's doing good though? People talk a lot of shit about the Mormon church. And I was doing a live stream last night all about this, about my goals and where is Clayton's thing? I love Clayton. Clayton's a great bear. It's all about uh, farming. Because what's going to come, and this is inevitable, it's not only prophesized, but we can now see it right down the road, is in order to buy and sell, you're going to have to be marked with some form of mark of the beast, right? And people thought it was the vaccine. People... It's definitely central bank digital currency. And so it's programmable money where according to your compliance to these new laws, quote unquote, you know, acceptance of pedophilia, all that stuff. Uh, Mormon church now supports gay marriage. Well, so does your church though. And I bet the Mormons crack down harder on it than any Christian church in this country. I've never seen one that doesn't. And I've tried. I've tried going to these churches that the ones, the sodomy Jews talk a lot of shit about war. And then the war Jews talk a lot of shit about sodomy. But now in 2022, they're kind of merging. And they control all of Christianity in America, minus the family-oriented, Bible-oriented, you know, prayer groups. You know, when you do what Jesus actually said to do, 
those people are still okay. Like, I'm not against the followers of Christ. In fact, I'm such a follower of Christ that I can't be Christian anymore. Because I don't know how to handle that Paul, a lying murderer, a self-professed deceiver, right? Someone that was, was paid to round up Christians for their murder, swears that Jesus came to him personally in the second coming and, uh, forgave, and changed all these laws and changed Jesus' teachings and that Jesus is actually a heretic. <clears throat> um, all right. So the Mormon church has 1.7 million acres. That's awesome. And uh, uh, they talk about debt. And I'm not, I'm not Mormon. I don't, I've never read the Book of Mormon. I'm just letting you know what is needed right now. If your church never talks about compound interest, shrinking supply chains, how to withstand the mark of the beast, uh, that you need to have as many children as possible, then they're not, they're not following anything when it comes to uh, the prophets in, in the Bible. And then I'll go on to funny stuff. I know, I know this isn't my role. I'm not Steven Crowder. You know what I mean? I'm not Christian. <laughs> All right. Mormon church is gay, push the vax. But just listen, this is very important stuff here. Since the early days of the Mormon church, the Lord's prophets have repeatedly warned against the bondage of debt. Have you ever heard that in a Christian church? Mega churches bring in so much money, it's crazy. Imagine if they use it for good. Why is not a single church started a social media? I'll just leave this question out. And I know the answer. I know the answer. But ask yourself, why has not a single church, and some of these churches have revenues in the hundreds of millions of dollars, we started Bertaria Times app for $2,000. That was our initial buy-in. That's how much it cost to do the first step. And then we incorporated, and then we started doing all this stuff, and now we have a couple employees and whatnot. But how come, not a, how come the Baptist church hasn't done this? How come the evangelicals haven't done that? They hate Facebook. Oh, Twitter. Oh, Facebook. They kicked off Jamarcus Trunk. So why don't they make one? Why don't they make a Christian um, uh, social media because it'll be revealed how evil they are because then their terms and conditions will have to include debt, sodomy, porn, or else they'll actually be doing good for their parishioners, which is what they're not doing. Mega churches is the exact opposite of what Yahshua taught. Exactly. Opposite. Okay. So the role of debt and that, why have your, uh, pastors and ministers and priests Never talked about this. Why don't they create your own social media? Why don't they create your own mini farms to withstand the breakdown of the supply chain? The answer is because they're not serving you biblically at all. Okay, so one of the great dangers of debt is the interest in a that accompanies it. When it is necessary to incur debt, such as reasonable amount to purchase a modest home, or to complete one's education, the debt should be repaid as quickly as possible. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints produces hundreds of millions of pounds of food on church-owned welfare farms. Does your church do that? Does the Catholic Church do that? Does the Baptist Church? No, 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 zero. This food is harvested, processed, and distributed through volunteer labor and then given to the poor and needy. My goal is to have 30 million bears each be able to feed 10 people. If, if we have 30 million bears by the time the mark comes down and you're not allowed to buy or sell food, 
Uh, that's going to be the, the thing. Like a lot of good people would accept the mark if their children are, are uh, starving. I would have a hard time with that myself. And I feel like I'm a pretty, uh, I'm a pretty solid guy. If my kids were starving and they had to take a mark, I had to take a mark to feed my kids, I would be worried that I would do that because I could, it would be extremely, extremely difficult to see my children starve to death. In fact, I'm, I'm more than 50% sure that I would succumb right now. And I'm just being honest with you guys. I wish I wouldn't, but that's, you know, I, I feel tremendous emotion and uh, fear when I, if I was to see my kids starving to death. Okay, so food is of the utmost importance. Uh, so if we have 30 million people on little homesteads, I'm talking an acre, half acre, you can feed 10 people. Right now, there's an estimated 330 million people in America. So if you have 30 million people, which is roughly 1%, no, 10%, I'm, I apologize. My uh, grab or DNA is not kicking in. If you have one in 10 people capable of feeding 10 people, they can't use food as a leverage. And that's amazing. Imagine if they try and roll out the, the mark and, you know, and we can do that. If we have 30 million people that can eat, each one of those people can feed 10 people, then starvation and famine will not be a, um, a leverage that they can use over the population. Why don't megachurches discuss this? The answer is because they want you to accept the mark of the beast. Okay, but I mean, Donald Trump sure will fix everything. Here's a, a recent Donald Trump. Here's a recent Donald Trump rally. Here it is, and they're all Jews. There it is, everybody. America first. They're all Jews. Good times, guys. And so those are the people that own all your churches. And uh, you should look into that. Anyway, I was uh, trying to explain to Ye this morning that there's three types of Jews. There's sodomy Jews, war Jews, and deli Jews. The deli Jews are the most innocent, and typically they're kind of funny and complainy. And I typically like the deli Jews. Then there's the war Jews, Ben Shapiro, the sodomy Jews, Ethan Klein. And they pretend to hate each other, kind of like what happened with Paul and the Jews, right? They, they play this charade of good cop, bad cop as they degrade your society. In comes in the red team's war Jews. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Kill, kill, kill. We're against abortion, but we'll abort a 20-year-old Palestinian. <laughs> okay, then in, in come in the sodomy Jews. War is bad. I just want to become trans and fuck a child, right? So those two are going back and forth. And meanwhile, you got something called the deli Jews, which are typically the bear Jews. So you have, you know, Trout, Jew Bear, Samson, the Great Bear. Actually, Samson, the Great Bear has a note about my whole thing about Ben Shapiro and how he doesn't, Jews don't have an identity. Because this is one thing that really sent me on this quest of whether or not I am a Christian. And I realize I'm not, based on the definition of just about every Christian that I talk to about this, because I, I'm not a Trinity guy and I don't trust Paul. I actually think Paul's a dirty piece of shit. And I don't like either the, the sodomy Jews or the war Jews. And I saw in Ben Shapiro a complete lack of identity. 
Like, he didn't know who the hell he was. And I think that that's where Christianity is going, where it's like, you're, you're, you're almost just like watching a, a superhero movie, debating uh, over who's your favorite character. You know, if you ask a Christian, what does it mean to be Christian? You know, it's like, oh, believing and accepting Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, but what does that mean practically, though? Do you follow what he says? Do you actually do it? Oh, no, we're saved through faith alone, not works. Who said that? Paul, this murderer, liar. Okay, well, I, I listen, you know, I think salvation comes more through obedience, works, and faith. I think that there's, it's all of it together. So I think to really cuck believers and make them docile like little um, sheep going to slaughter, you get them to think that you don't have to try at all. Like you don't have to farm, you don't have to, you know, shrink supply chains, you don't have to have kids, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to even stop jerking off. Um, this is sort of the post-Enlightenment secular humanist thing, the identity confusion, I think. No, I'm not Catholic. I mean, what does it mean to be Catholic, Ar Artiso Ignatius? A believer in Pope Francis, kissing a ring, following Jesus, even though your entire identity contradicts Jesus' teachings, you know? And so that's what the Jews have right now. And then this is what um, Samson the Great Bear said. He said, your question on what is a Jew could just as easily be asked of what is an American, is your father not American, even if he embraces rolling bla rollerblading? Right. So, so this is the thing, though. So Jew is a nation, not a religion? Or no, it's a religion, not a nation. So you, so you can't be American and a Jew. Well, you know, and, and there'd be a lot of Jews that would argue against that. They would say, no, I'm American. Like, I, I you know, like Toronto Jew Bear considers himself Canadian. Or does he? I don't know. I mean, is it really that nefarious? Is it really that full of deceit that, that they're not really? It's a tribe and a nation. Yes. No, but Ignatius, it can't be both. You can't have a nation and a religion simultaneously because you can't convert to blood. Okay. It doesn't make logical sense. And I think a lot of people haven't even attempted to reason it out because they love their identity. Calling yourself a Christian and not adhering to anything Jesus said, in my opinion, is more absurd than Caitlyn Jenner calling himself a woman. You know, these identity confusion SJWs, I see a lot of similarities with Christians where they're like, oh, I, I identify as Christian. Do you follow what Jesus said? Not in the least. In fact, we institutionally go against it. You know, every single church in America is about to have gay marriage. Most of them already do. But when given the ability like of uh, losing the tax-free status, they will um, they will all go with that. And I if you if you can find one church that gives up their 501c3 status, send it to me. I will I will shout them out. But I've never seen a single one. I've never seen a single 501c3 church, none. I'm not even talking majority, guys. I'm talking every single one pushed lockdowns and vaccines for money. You know, even the based ones still had like some bullshit. There's not even an agreement on this anywhere in the so-called Jewish community right now. It's mostly just a convenient cloak for those who want it for status. Hate to say, says Toronto Jubert. Yeah. And Christianity is no different. It's just Christianity is a little more rooted in morality. Uh, because at least you have to kind of acknowledge Jesus. But since Paul openly contradicts Jesus in, in, a, in a lot of very fundamental ways, like salvation, 
you know, uh, I, I think that Christianity is on the same path as, uh, as Jewish identity. And when you don't have identity, you have no power. Like the followers of Christ in the first century, second century, people keep saying, oh, they were fed to lions. What if they were fighting lions? You know, when you're actually following the straight and narrow path, and I'm not to the degree that, you know, those early quote unquote uh, Christians did. They didn't call themselves Christians. They called themselves a uh, follower of the way. I, I, I believe they were extremely strong and uncuckable and ferociously, ferocious warriors. They weren't these docile slaves that you see now with these quote-unquote Christian churches. If you can get someone to live a fundamental paradox, a fundamental contradiction, um, like that you that Paul can openly contradict what Jesus said. He'll return like a thief in the night. No man knows the hour. According to Paul, he's already returned. But just to Paul. If you want the Catholic Catechism's answer, it is, and then a very long um, paragraph that no one's ever going to read. Okay, so your question on what is a Jew? All right. Uh, the Jews who are still identi identifiable Jews in some way in America are Jews even as they embrace non-Jewish ideas like abortion when plenty of highly regarded rabbis known to us but not to them will not hesitate to conflate abortion and murder. However, in another generation or two, they will no longer be recognizably Jewish. I don't know how you can be Jewish and not follow any of your own laws. Like if you don't, it, like it's one thing if you mess up, like you can be an American and follow the laws of America and sometimes mess up, but at least acknowledge you broke the law, right? I'm not saying everybody's perfect, you know, but you at least acknowledge that those are the laws. Like imagine if somebody's driving 200 miles an hour down the highway and a cop is like, puts their lights on. They just don't even pull, why would they pull over? They're not acknowledging that they're American citizens. They're, and then and then they would fight. They're like not acknowledging the authority. I think there's a lot of uh, blacks in inner cities that are not quote unquote American citizens because they're not even acknowledging that these laws are real. They're just, you know. And so I think it's the same thing with Jews. It's one thing if you break the law or you're weak or you miss, mess up. But if you don't even acknowledge that it is the law, I don't see how you can do a DNA test and be part Jewish. That doesn't mean anything. And as much as I love to make fun of Jews, the Christians do the same shit. Like, so you're saying Paul is a prophet of God. God came, came to Paul and gave him the authority and power to change the law, to change the teachings of Jesus Christ. How can you be both? So since they do fundamentally contradict each other, and I just listed a bunch for all the Churchians, they're going to say, I don't see any contradictions. There's tons, guys, here. And th these are all contradictions. Um, Paul teaches an original sin, but Jesus contradicts. Um, Paul teaches we are eternally secure, but Jesus teaches insecurity to a sinning believer. Jesus would teach that you can believe, like, the devil believes in God. The devil believes in Christ. Is the devil saved? Is Satan saved? <laughs> right? I mean, it's, Paul sucks. And if that makes me not Christian, then that's fine. I completely accept that. And I actually feel very relieved 
that I no longer have to try and see eye to eye with people that I, I, you know, with, with a contradictory ethos. And it's a little confusing, but yeah, you know, you can have Steven Crowder and I'll take uh, Jesus. Uh, Jesus says some are righteous, but Paul says it's impossible that there are no righteous men, that everyone is a fallen, dirty, Jewy scumbag like Paul. And Jesus said, no, rise and sin no more. You know, people in the, in the comment sections, in the gammas and stuff will always be like, read your fucking Bible. Well, when you do, you get these contradictions. And then you always have to ask which Bible, because a lot of the Bibles contradict each other. And then you have to ask yourself, what does it mean to be Christian? What does it mean to be a man? Is it biological or is it a feeling? Is it a special feeling? Is it, is it can, can Caitlin be a woman? Can someone who intentionally contradicts the teachings of Jesus Christ, can he be a Christian? The answer is yes. The fundamental answer is to be Christian, you have to disagree with Jesus Christ and agree with someone named Paul, a Jewish murderer who bragged about his ability to deceive and his lies, and he claims that the second coming of Christ came just to him on the road to Jamarcus, and he swears it's true. Paul excludes eating with sinners, but Christ's example we are to follow are the lost sheep parable is contrary. Um, Jesus says a call is revocable. Paul says it is irrevocable. Okay. You guys, there's, there's plenty. And you guys can look into it. Uh, okay, what else we got? Paul denies obedience, grants any righteousness unto life, but Jesus in Exodus 26 both say, says it does. Okay, so anyway, back to the Jews, which is where Christianity is heading. That's why I'm really rooting for the Mormons and the Muslims and the Amish and anybody that just at least attempts to have an identity outside of being a little club. You know, the, the Christians are very close to whacking off in a casket. And having a secret society, right? I mean, can't you see that coming? It's like, do we follow Christ? Do we, do we love God? No, no, you just got a jerk in a casket. You see how this happens? Okay, so the Jews who are still identifiable, all right. Ignorant and stupid Americans are still American. Could, yeah, but that's because they acknowledge the laws of America. It's the same with Jews. No, it's, it's well, I mean, sure. I, that's why I'm not a Jew. Because that doesn't make any sense to me at all. Like, I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm autistic or something. Because we are a nation, not a religion. Okay, so a nation is a people uh, that you can, it's like a testable bloodline. That's what a nation means. That's why someone can test to see if they're of the nation of Cherokee. Are you, when uh, Elizabeth Warren had a blood test to see if she was part of the Cherokee nation, that's because it's blood. So if it's blood and not anything to do with your morality at all, you are the Pharisee. And I think a lot of Christians are doing the same thing. As long as you submit, because I kept seeing these contradictions amongst Christians, where it's like, they would call me a piece of shit heretic going to hell because I was judging Paul. Okay, they're judging me. No, no, we get to judge you. You don't get to judge Paul. Well, I'm not a murderer. Yeah, but... But Paul is, is saved. What, what saved him? How do you know Paul's saved? How do you know he's not lying about Jesus coming to him on the road to Jamarcus? There was no witnesses. 
according to uh, Jewish law, Christian law, message, whatever you want to call it, you need two or three witnesses, according to Moses. And Jesus reiterated that in the New Testament. So who are the witnesses to, um, to Paul, or I should say Saul, uh, who had a second coming of Christ just for him? None. There's none. There's zero. Okay? So I'm, that's fine. Okay, Jesus says only the merciful receive mercy, but Paul says only those God chooses arbitrarily will receive mercy. All right, um, as a Mormon, our prophet told us like six or seven years, possibly longer ago, to become more self-reliant, get rid of debt, and to create a church at home. Then COVID hits and this financial stuff is going down. I mean, that's pretty prophetic to me. People can be corrupt, but I truly believe the gospel isn't. People going to hate, and it's all good. It is love onward. Yeah, totally. You know, I don't care. If people want to say you're not a real Christian, I just say, fine. What are you doing to help your people in the upcoming tribulations? Nothing? You're already saved? You're sure about that. So you're going to contradict Jesus that directly. Hey, I guess we aren't done with the Paul discussion, says Chinky Bear. Chinky Bear, go back to China. Why don't you make a fucking iPhone and stop pretending to be Canadian? You and your Jew husband. All right? I've had enough. Okay, so the last thing, and then I'll get into, I'll read letters or whatever. Listen, you playing Shapiro's comments. Uh, he's being disingenuous, as you pointed out, because he compares Jews and nation to Catholics or religion. When the more proper, but more uncomfortable for Ben, who wants to believe he's an American just like you, comparison is between Jews, nation, and Americans, nation. Right, because they can't, because they don't believe America is a nation. They think it's a tax haven and an identity based on corporate paperwork. That's the, that's the, unco- if you really want to, if you really want to untwist these horrible lies, you have to get to the fundamental. What is a nation? Is it a passport? Is it civic? Is it about paperwork or is it about your family, your blood, your history? Ben Shapiro wants to believe simultaneously that he has a bloodline nation to being a Jew But America does not have a bloodline nation to its posterity. And that is the little tricky lie that they'll never acknowledge. That's why, uh, you know, it's becoming more and more obvious that to be a Jew has nothing to do with a morality at all. Yeah, light cannot be a particle and a wave simultaneously. A particle is a baseball uh, flying through the air. A wave is energy going through a medium that does not move. It can't be simultaneous. You can't be a baseball wave. A baseball can create waves, okay? But the particle or a wave, it can't be both. The fundamental definition of light, as described, is a contradiction. All right, let's move on. Would you guys like a little tax uh, advice? Here's some. How come your church never taught you this shit? Dad, could you tell me something that seems illegal but isn't? Absolutely. Each year I shelter 30% of my income from the IRS. Is this just some secret of the rich? Nope. Anybody can take advantage of Section 4942 of the U.S. Tax Code. Just create a private family foundation. What's the catch? I just have to pay out 5% of the foundation's market value each year to a qualified charity of my choice. So instead of paying 37% to the IRS, you pay about 1.5% in gifts to charity. I like it. Great, because you're also hired to run the foundation. We can do this each year and i'm giving you the foundation when i die keeping it in the family that's philanthropy son (laughs) there you go just watch it again and really let it soak in that's what i'm talking about 
You don't need to fight the IRS or Rome or anything. Just figure out how it works. Dad, could you tell me something that seems illegal but isn't? Absolutely. Each year I shelter 30% of my income from the IRS. Is this just some secret of the rich? Nope. Anybody can take advantage of Section 4942 of the U.S. Tax Code. Just create a private family foundation. What's the catch? I just have to pay out 5% of the foundation's market value each year to a qualified charity of my choice. So instead of paying 37% to the IRS, you pay about 1.5% in gifts to charity. I like it. Great, because you're also hired to run the foundation. We can do this each year and i'm giving you the foundation when i die keeping it in the family that's philanthropy son okay now i have i also have proof that um i actually have the video of nick fuentes and joe rogan coming out of the closet here we go and this will conclude my week of paul talk because i know one of my gifts and curses i think most people would probably the, the results of it are typically a gift, like me being insanely good at the piano and stuff like that. But the curse is I can beat the hell out of a topic. And I can tell that people are starting to get a little pissed. Now, it's a, it's a mixed bag. Uh, that I've been going really hard at the, at the one topic of Paul. And uh, I'll, I'll end it after this week. I, it's like sh there's Shark Week. And then there's the duty, the dirty Jewish liar week, which is Paul. Oh, the Jews hate Paul. Don't you know how they work? Don't you know how they do good, good Jew, bad Jew, sodomy Jew, war Jew, back and forth, back and forth, break, break the law, break the law, break the law. I could literally write a book. I could, I could teach a college level course just called Jewish trickery because they're always trying to. And, I, and a lot of Christians do the same shit. I mean, listen, I'm, I don't have to defend these fuckers anymore. You have it. Have Steven Crowder. Have your gay faggot pope and your glyphosate wands. I'll do it. You know, I'm a follower of Christ in the way I see fit, which is weird because that's what Jesus said to do. But Paul didn't say to do that. Paul and Peter built a rock and whacked off on it. Oh, that's heresy. Not anymore. I'm not. I don't identify as that. I'm just really into Jesus. <laughs> All right. Um, and so, yeah, I really enjoy making fun of uh, little dirty pieces of shit like Paul. But the Jews really like to do sodomy, Jew, war, Jew, and then they like to blame it on the deli Jew. The deli Jew is the guy that you like in your life. You know, the guy that had nothing to do with global cabals and just like sells sports memorabilia and hangs out and likes to have a laugh and occasionally gets paranoid. We like those guys. I like those guys. <laughs> the worldly definition of Christianity does not define me. Yeah, same with like how Caitlin views being a woman or man. Unfortunately, we didn't create the word Christian. And so I don't control it. And if like the vast, 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 vast majority of Christians view me as non-Christian... What am I supposed to do about it? Tell them they're wrong? I didn't come up with the fucking term. Some Jewish Roman did. <laughs> you know? It's like 2022 is all about acceptance. You know, I would love it if I could just say I'm Christian and everybody gets it and we have a great fellowship and we're crushing, you know, global tyranny and, you know, we're rejecting sodomy and usury and all that stuff, but that isn't 
reality, you know, and I, I don't want to be a deluded person and be like, no, next year the Christians are going to finally get based. No, it's like more and more they keep telling me how I'm the bad guy. Not only am I wrong, I'm not Christian. They're like, no, no, Paul, dead, sodomy. I'm like, dude, I can't do it anymore, man. It's like, oh, thank you. Got a nice super chat here. Let me read these super chats. Yeah, Caitlyn Jenner claims to be Christian and a woman. Okay, so what is actually more insane? I think it's more insane. I don't know. I guess Caitlyn has a right to claim any identity. And so here's the funniest part. All the Fox News Christians and the PragerU Christians and all the ones that hate me and despise me, they like that Caitlyn's a Christian. They're like, see, look, see, look, we can be trans too. And so I see no value or strength in that identity, and you guys can have it. Okay, gammas and trolls, you win. You guys get to have your Caitlyn and your um, and your uh, Stephen Crowder, but I'll tell you, when shit hits the fan, you're either going to uh, want to be a slave or you're going to miss people like me. You know, you, you're, you're going to want actually righteous people in your buildings fighting and not just going... Look, now you can be a pedophile and a Christian because everyone's forgiven by their faith. We don't, how can we kill a fellow Christian, a brother in Christ? He's really, he's repented about raping 15 children. Oh, who are you to judge, Big Bear? Not a pedophile. Not only can I judge, I'd happily lop his head off legally. That's why you guys can have the fucking identity. You can have the mega churches. You can have Joel Osteen and Oprah and the Pope. And I'm going to fucking, you know, my dog George likes me. He follows me everywhere I go. I'm just not, it's kind of like getting out of a bad relationship. Like, I'm not going to make someone love me or accept me. And if you guys want that shit, go ahead, man. Danish Kringle. Nice, whoever sent me this. Thanks for the Danish Kringle. Danish Kringle makes my mouth water up. I got a tip from James. Thank you, James. Veronica says, hi, Big Bear. So glad to catch you live. You're crushing, and I've been obsessed with your streams for the past few months. Was wondering if you could share the Weston Price realmilk.com, which is a website for people to find raw milk in their state. That's awesome. Why don't churches do that? It's weird. I saw someone comment yesterday about how they couldn't find any. I went through that too until I discovered the website. Much love. That's, that's an awesome solution that zero churches have ever done. All right. I'll, this'll, this'll be the end of that. I won't even tell you Christians how to live or how fucked up it's getting. God, uh, super chats, please. Thank you. Okay. I, uh, how's the chat going? How's the unauthorized thing going? So let's, let's not do a ton of infighting either. I, I, one of the reasons I'm no longer identifying as a Christian is because I don't want constant theological battles in every fucking comment section I have. So just view me as a heathen. View me as a lost sheep that you're praying for. And hopefully one day you find Christ through Paul, through God. I'll find Paul through Christ, through God in your little um, inverted, um, in your inverted pyramid. I'd prefer that because a, a couple Christians have already said like, oh, I'm praying that you find God. Good. That's what I want. Just pray for me that I find your God. It's not going to happen though, because I don't consider Paul a prophet. Okay. But I want everything to calm down. I don't want during the times of the apocalypse, as Paul from Pocket says, 
to uh, to just bicker and bitch about who's uh, actually the good boy going to heaven because you don't know. And every one of us can stray no matter how many crackers you eat or how much money you give the Pope or how much sin you've done, but you weep for Paul to touch your hair. I, dude, it's all bullshit. What are you going to do for your community, your nation, your family when shit hits the fan? And it's already hitting the fan. You know, when they try and get you to cuck. Want to know who's the fucking man? The artist formerly known as Kanye West. That dude is an actual believer. He follows God. I can attest to that. Like, he, dude, they're taking everything from him and he's happy. Like, he's crushing, dude. And think about how many churches, they, could, they couldn't take part of the parking lot. They would be like, yeah, marry the fags. You know, and when your institutions are that corrupted, it's like, what's the point? Keeper of the Mountain Bear says, this shit is wow. What are you guys talking about? Um, and I, I don't want a, a label. I don't want, you know, I can feed 10 people. That, that's, that's it right there, Osaji Yoki Bear. Can you feed 10 people? If that's true, then you're crushing. And don't overreact to me saying I'm not Christian anymore. I've been asked thousands of times to no longer identify as a Christian. No problem. Just stop bitching and complaining in my comment sections because I'll never be what you are and I won't claim to be and I don't want to fix you or tell you how to live. I'm going to try to beat the new world order through decentralized community action. Money's been wired. Everything looks good on the deed. Congratulations. The Bertaria. 33 acres have been purchased in the wonderful state of Missouri. Yes. Onward. Dude, thank you all so much for that. That's unbelievable that we got that to work in like two months. That's community building. And we're going to have hunts soon. So um, members, you know, donors, just check for emails. I, I think we've sent out the first one, but maybe not. We've been doing a lot of uh, paperwork to get this uh, deed bought. And, and it's not a Christian plot of land. So don't you worry. Don't you worry. You got Paul. You got Crowder, you got, you got uh, Shapiro, you got Trunk, you got Netanyahu, you have the Baptist church and their rainbow flags, and you got all the fags and the fucking and the squirting and the debt and the, and the giant SUVs and the glyphosate. Keep it! Have it! I, like, I'm looking for solutions, and I'm not going to waste my time and energy to tell everybody why I don't trust fucking Paul, that dirty, murderous cunt. Oh, I'm so offended. Then go. Go to your evangelical uh, Zionist church. And maybe one day you can eat the tubs of glyphosate that keep your sheepless lawn so green. Maybe you can get some cancer and pray for each other. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, Matt says, sorry for making false comparisons and referencing Andy Dick paying that gay away. I never even heard that. Justin, liking the spiked hair and trim beard there, BB. Here's $5 to the local barber. I don't, it's, yes, yeah, that goes to Amy. No, that $5 goes to paying your gay away for sounding a little too excited about my grooming. Nathaniel says, also a decent Indianapolis Bear Bible study sync. We are finishing with Paul's letters, very different than the other apostles. As I say, I'm getting tired of Paul's lecturing self-righteous shit. And he was a murderer. Guys, let me read some of the shit that people are writing. People are done with Paul, man. 
People are done with fucking Paul, that little, that little piece of shit. Now that blasphemy. No, Paul is not God. Paul is a lying Jew. Is it blasphemy to criticize George Soros? I bet Paul's killed more people than George Soros. Often in Texas, knocking doors, pastors, preachers, and ministers would invite me in and assert their authority over me due to them previously being in the occult or prison or a Satanist. I never understood that until you laid it out with Paul. I also wondered why they would preach Paul over Jesus. Well, that's because Christianity is based on the teachings of Paul that directly contradict Jesus. Read your Bibles! I did. The most theological Bible-thumping Christian on my ship in the Navy got very excited when he realized I grew up in Scripture. I tried having legit conversations with him, and it was instant chuckle and then condescending nonsense about how I'm misled, and then a verbal quote of a passage. The guy led the evening prayer every night. That was eight years ago, and I kid you not, that guy is now a full-blown trans, hormones, etc. Claims he gets periods too, and left his wife and two children. Now does tarot card reading for side money. Why wouldn't he? If you can identify as Christian based on the teachings of a lying Jewish murderer named Paul, why not cut your dick off? I'm not even joking. You can be a woman if you can be a Christian who loves Paul. Why not? You can identify as whatever the fuck you want. An abortion doctor Jew, a, a Christian who thinks you're so saved and you know it and you just can't wait for heaven even though you suck. What? I mean, dude, you identify as a saved man. Now, the reality doesn't matter because you don't have to obey. You don't have to uh, do anything. You can live a horrible, self-righteous, disgusting life, but you're already saved because you identify as a saved person. But in reality, you're just a degenerated slave. And that's fine. I'm not even going to try anymore. This has been the end of Paul Week. Enjoy. Enjoy King James in his faggy pants. How funny is it that the Bible is, was written by a guy who bedazzled his poofy pants? Okay. Anyway, let's continue. Um, and they're going to go off. Oh, I knew it. You're going to hell. You, you. Okay, dude. 30 million can feed 10. We can avoid starvation in America. Why don't the churches make their own social media? Why don't the churches have grazing animals and gardens at their church? Why don't they encourage people to have a lot of children and not have any debt? Why don't they give out interest-free loans to their parishioners who are buying homes? What do they do with all the money? Why do they give it to Tel Aviv? Why do they support politicians that reject Christ? Why do, because they're not actually following any of God's laws. Good, good. Have fun. Keep it. It's just a, a, a sheep paddock for slaves. Oh, how dare you? I don't want what you have anymore, dude. I tried, and you're going to miss me, Christians. Keep, keep Nick Fuentes. Keep, you know, that guy, that guy is really on the cutting edge. Anyway, here is Nick Fuentes and um, Joe Rogan coming out of the closet. Since when is Sherbert spelled like that? There's Nick right, Fuentes. Get out of here. Double check that. I did. And there's Joe Rogan. What is happening? How come you can be a Christian and believe in evolution, the moon landing, uh, all this stuff that contradicts the Bible, but you can't question Paul who contradicts Jesus? You know, I'm a truth seeker above labels. 
I'm a man because I have a dick and balls. Yeah, I can't identify as a woman. That's a lie. I can't identify if I'm not a Christian because I don't accept the teachings of Paul, then fine. <laughs> you know, Joe Rogan can identify as a big, strong, tough guy all he wants. He's a midget. He's a legal dwarf. Joe Rogan can actually take Baraplegic's parking spot because he's a legal midget. Okay, to the tune of I get by with a little help from my friends, what would you do if I called out the Jews? Would you cancel me from YouTube? Yeah, but imagine if the Paul guys got control of YouTube. Can you imagine if you called out any pedophile and you're like, but he's been saved. It, dude, it's whoever has power acts like a dick. <clears throat> I won't discredit him because it's my first read through, but very funny, man. Great work. NATO bear. Oh, you're talking about Paul? Yeah, no, no, feel free to never discredit Paul. I mean, he rewrote all of Jesus's mistakes and, but he was very humble. He said he was the worst sinner in the world, but for some reason, Jesus Christ came directly to him on the road to Jamarcus without him even repenting because he just really wanted him to be a great guy, even though he went blind for three days from jerking off and killing and murdering and lying. You know, that deceitful, self-righteous little piece of shit. Then that's what your religion's actually based around because you defer to Paul over Jesus Christ, who you consider to be God without any separation. Oh, three become one, one become three. Well, what about Paul? Where's the fourth guy? Is he the ghost? Bunch of fucking nonsense. Anyway, okay, Nathaniel says, uh, haven't super chatted in a while. Thanks to you, Cod, the behind the scenes bears and all the bears who make our lives better. Streams have been tremendous the last few months. I appreciate it. All praise to God, NATO bear. Nice. So does that mean all praise to Paul? Okay, this is my last day doing it. I'll stop. Big river bear, fractals everywhere, archetypes of people we could all be, but different. Thank you for being a light and putting truth first. Keep crushing. Anytime. Huntington Trailer saying Norm McDonald voice, Song of Solomon, leave it to the Jews to put a porno in the Bible. Thanks, Owen. Letter coming soon. Yeah, exactly. I think there's slander in the Bible, too. You want to talk? Oh, the Bible is the unedited word of God. No, I don't think Noah was a drunk, and I don't think Lot was a pedophile. I think a dirty little Jew got his hands on the Bible somewhere along the uh, way and uh, tried to make the prophet sound bad so he felt better about himself. Oh, that's blasphemy. No, I don't identify as Christian anymore. You want my fucking honest opinion? I think that, that there's no way Noah, a guy that great, who was given the responsibility of keeping alive the human race during the flood, was a drunk who let his kids look at his dick while he was passed out. That's the definition. You know a Hollywood little Jay snuck in. They're like, oh, yeah, and then everyone saw his dick. No, I think that there are grabbles in the Bible. I think overall, uh, it's a great way to connect to God. And I think there's a lot of beauty in there. And I think, uh, you know, many of the Gospels are right on the money. I think Paul's a liar. And I think that the prophets were slandered. Okay, moving on. Enjoy Stephen Crowder. He'll make you feel good about dressing as a woman for money. You know, so, so keep your fucking slaves, Christians. I'll do my own thing. And no, my, my, I'm not have, I don't have a crisis of faith. I've had a crisis of identity. My faith has never been better. I'm happy. I feel good. This feels great. I know Jim Bob's going to be mad at me. He's going to go, James Christ. That's all right. He dresses like a slut, that Jim Bob. All right. Kevin says, good morning, Bard King, or shall I say the King of Bards? Is there any way you can bring Gardner on? Yeah, he was going to do it this morning, actually. 
We might, tomorrow I'm doing a AWAR and Wooden Nichols' stream. And maybe I'll do one with Gardner at night, like something very sneaky. I have to kill a bunch of chickens tomorrow, and I'm not looking forward to it. I've grown quite fond of them. You know, that's why I liked meat birds, because they were so dumb, I didn't mind killing them. Like, uh, my new, the breed that we now are using for meat is better meat, it's healthier, it's a heritage breed. Um, but they're, they're like smarter. And I feel like I'm killing white people. I feel kind of like Paul, except he killed Christian families. But I mean, God forbid you make fun of them, right? All right, Wes DeWitt says, if my brother bear Ollie in Vancouver Island needs a bear name, I do believe French Canadian faggot bear is available. No, that's Stephen Crowder. Oh, no, he never asked for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. He can have that. I stand by Tuesday's Super Chat. Sleep Deprived, a.k.a. Charlie and Jonah, were recently spotted buying Boy George albums at Amoeba Records on Hayton Ashbury. Grungy Boozbear. Yeah, I feel that's probably true. Thankful for this day, Bear. If the road to hell is paved with good intentions, the bus that drives you there is fueled by false perceptions. For, that's a great quote. For work, I recently attended a Zoom safety meeting. A woman from HR did a PowerPoint presentation on harassment. It was claimed that it's not your intention, but the victim's perception, which continues hate speech. May this pay the corporate gay away. Well, yeah, they're all just falling into the oblivion of victim consciousness. And I'm not, you know, it's like I don't have to look up to a guy who objectively sucked named Paul. OK, that's enough. I, I'm, I'm becoming obsessive. It's my autism. I, I'm a victim. It's actually I'm the victim because I can't stop talking about Paul. I have Asperger syndrome and I'm married to Amy Schumer. Uh, you know that Amy Schumer talks about how her husband has Asperger's all the time and he just looks sad like he's just being mocked. John says, in general, you might want to avoid talking about the finer points of theology like mixed fabrics. You just don't know what you're talking about. No problem. I'm not Christian anymore, so have it. You can have all of it. And even if you disagree with certain theology, blasphemy is still blasphemy. I know, like everything Paul said. You'd have been executed at any time before the French Revolution. Uh, <laughs> you don't know that. Who told you that, Paul? <laughs> Paul is by definition committing blasphemy. Enjoy Christianity, you fucking loser. Oh, don't do the mixed fabrics. Okay, I was, I'm a comedian making a point about polyester. My point is valid. You're not supposed to mix wool and linen or whatever. Okay? Maybe it's not that cotton shit that comes out of China. If you think I should be executed for that, try me. Try me. Go ahead. Give it a shot. Let's see, let's see who actually wins. Conqueror Bear, I was thinking about this. I'm not, that's not a challenge. No, no, I'm, we're all good. Enjoy yourself. Those, those letters Paul wrote from prison are mind-blowing. Now I'm not saying in what direction they're mind-blowing. You know, you might find them profound and the wisdom by that liar. Uh, I don't though. All right, I was thinking about the spirit and fractals. Your thoughts and intentions create a frequency which creates a fractal and then manifests to our physical reality. However, we all interact and everything always... Oh, by the way, just real quick. That's why I don't want Christians to have power. That dude just completely explained it. If you said what I said before the French Revolution, you'd be executed. Because God forbid you fucking question a hair on that little piece of shit Paul's 
They would have had their own ADL. I bet the Pope had an ADL. And if you question why he's spending all the church money on his bedazzled robes or covering up the pedos, you weren't allowed on YouTube. Except they were probably worse. The Jews are actually way better than, than the Christians. Because at least the Jews just kick you out of comforts. The Christians would burn you alive. If you're like, wait a minute, isn't that Pope a Jew who just fucked a kid? And everyone would go, that's the mouthpiece of God because we're all retarded. Burn them! Yeah, so that's why you guys aren't going to get power again. So enjoy your shitty fucking Steven Crowder YouTube streams. Oh, wolf in sheep's clothing. No, I'm not wearing clothing. I'm not Christian. It dawned on me yesterday after the thousandth fucking gamma churchian faggot told me that I can't criticize Paul. Have it. And you're going to miss you're going to miss the attitude where I wanted to defend you people, where I thought that deep inside Christianity was was the root of good. No, it's Paul. You guys embraced Paul in the fucking 3rd century and ever since you've been gay. Wear your robes, clip your dicks, you know, have a good time, assholes. All right. Jonah Bear, this super chat is for Paul, not Paul the trickster gay guy, but Paul the sleep-deprived gay guy. I mean, how gay do you have to be to be named Paul? May this help your favorite jungle Asian, indeed. Clown Wizard Bear, your epiphanies on the Bible are valid and doesn't make you a bad person. You are a real man who is discerning truth and lies. Real people know Jesus' message isn't corrupted because you point out what's been manipulated in the Bible. You are discerning what's moral and what's purposeful deception. Yes, I agree completely. And uh, I won't accept the offer that you have to pretend that contradictory shit in the Bible is all the word of God. Because apparently God is a contradictory mess. Apparently God is a lying Jew to the Christians. To me, God is perfect. And God doesn't mess up. And God doesn't make garbage. I don't have to talk about how no one's worse than me. I'm disgusting. I'm a sinner. No. Do you think God just makes garbage? Do you think God's creation, we're made in the image of God. Does that mean we suck? So that means God sucks. No, I think we're supposed to be good. We're supposed to, yeah, we have, free will comes with problems. Free will comes with uh, problems with the flesh, problems with making the wrong decision, problems with being deceived, problems with greed and anger and stuff like that, of course. But to have your fundamental be that we are born in sin, original sin, I, I don't believe in original sin. I never did. I don't believe in confessing your sins to a faggot in a little closet and then counting beads like an autistic retard. I think that that's all manipulation. So enjoy it. Enjoy, you know, enjoy your Steven Crowder you. All right. You say we can't stop evil and yet evildoers were executed at the height of Christendom and the Muslim Caliphate. You can do a lot actually. I'd say that in a proportionate manner, we have the obligation. Yes, but it has to be legal and it has to be uh, accepted by society. Like you have to raise the societal level before you can start doing that. Like imagine if you brought in Sharia law right now to uh, inner city Chicago and you chopped off the hand of everybody that stole. You just have nobody to have fucking hands. You have to like what we're doing is actually quite good. You have to like slowly raise the consciousness of the people's morality where they actually live a more moral life before you bring in these draconian and excessive, um, uh, you know, punishments that I am in favor of. But if you start killing every fornicator without the societal, because humans are mostly water, we flow like water, we're like water spirits. 
You know, and so when everybody's doing something, it's very easy to do it with a relative amount of innocence. And so you have to start creating an environment. I'm doing it in my home and in my local community where sodomy isn't allowed, porn isn't allowed, lying is frowned upon, debt is frowned upon. And when enough people start living that way, then the odd man that does it can be brutally punished. But you can't just start unleashing that when society is so far gone. And thanks to American Christianity, there is no moral backbone in America at all outside of the home and outside of small communities that I hope get bigger. But there's the Anglican Church, the Lutheran Church, the Catholic Church, the Baptists, the Evangelicals, they're all fucked. They all permit, uh, you know, every single sin in the Bible. They don't even attempt. Not only do they not attempt to stop it, they actively encourage it. And they actively convince people that they're doing good when they are pro uh, promoting no alternatives. There's no loans. In fact, the guy that owns Chris, uh, Stephen Crowder's company, the quote-unquote Christian, uh, made all his money on student loans. He made all his fortune, hundreds of millions of dollars, putting the children of America into unpayable interest-based usury debt. Where's the Christianity guy? If that's Christianity, I'm not Christian. And that is Christianity. I'm not going to redefine what every single church and every fucking internet Christian guy is telling me. You know, and you can say, oh, it's Vatican II. Oh, it's 501c3. I think it was Paul. I don't think there's been a valid Christianity since Paul. I think he was a psyop, you know, right in the beginning. Because he changed what Jesus said. And I think Christianity without Paul would be tremendously more uh, coherent. Okay. I think Trump is incompetent in political terms, which is why he's been so ineffective and contradictory, but his value is in inspiring people. No, it isn't. He inspired people to accept the vaccine in lockdowns. Even people like you, I'm not inspired by Trump. He's a flim-flam man, and he ran a scam on America backed by Israel. You, John, you just talked about executing um, evil people in caliphates and Christendom. Would you not execute Donald Trump under that presumption? We are taking it beyond him, but he's the one who started it all. People forget that. You think Donald Trump is what started the Great Awakening or the Great Noticing? No, he, he ran in front of a parade that was already happening and waved his gay little golden flag. There's been a truth movement building and building and building far before Donald Trump. I mean, if you looked on YouTube in 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, people were openly criticizing, uh, you know, way more freedom of speech. You know, you could watch thousands of videos just breaking down the deception that was Sandy Hook. Now you're not even allowed to say it. You, if you say Sandy Hook, you pretty much get your video taken down. Donald Trump actually ushered in the most censorship America's ever seen. Donald Trump was the definition of a wolf in sheep's clothing. He subverted the truth movement completely. He associated it with cutarded idiots. You know, these cutards that think that there's white hats in the sewer waiting to like snatch Hillary. Like, so now if you're seen as a truther, if you question the moon landing or you question the fiat banking system, you're now associated with the dumbest, craziest idiots in the world. And that's thanks to Donald Trump. All right. So in this, every winter we burn some dead wood and I guess this is it.
This world is fallen and so is our nature, our nature, not others, us. Steve, it's even stopping lagging. We need a savior. There's no way around it. So Paul is your savior. Listen, I'll have fun making fun of you guys. I'm not Christian anymore. Paul contradicted Jesus. So technically your savior is Paul. The second coming happened and he came to a Jewish murderer on the road to Jamarcus. And also speak for yourself. You know, every, I don't consider myself fallen. And that isn't arrogance. I think it's fucking weird. Okay, like if you're dating, we're in a fallen world, I deal with sin. But I don't consider my soul fallen. I don't consider my existence bad. I think usually criminals do that. Like when a girl, if you're dating a girl, here's a little, uh, uh, a little dating advice for you fellas out there. If a girl tells you she's crazy, <clears throat> she is. If a girl's like, oh my God, I'm a crazy slut. And it's like, oh yeah, but she's sad about, no, she is. And, and you'll see later she is. If someone tells you they're evil and they're full of sin, they are. <clears throat> I'm not. I battle shit. I do do sin, but the vast majority of me is not evil, sinful, awful. And I'm not going to lie and fake humility. I mean, you're so arrogant. Fall on your knees and pray to Jamarcus. No. No, no, like, of course not. You know, look at how they depict the prophets. This is why I think it's slander. I don't think Lot had sex with his daughter. He should be killed, murdered, imprisoned. Like, there's nothing worse than a fucking pedophile, you know, incest guy. And it's like, that's why I think they lied about the prophets. I don't think that they're actually that evil. <clears throat> because I, I don't think God uses evil people like that. I've never seen it in my life. So, so the best prophet in the world is going to be George Soros or Hillary Clinton or no. This is interesting about Trump. Everyone's excuse for Trump's past was he's changed now, just like the Paul. Yeah, exactly. He changed. He's changed. He's now resurrected. Now, dude, it's like, and people want to quote my past. Like, you're just like Paul, your Hollywood days. I wasn't that bad of a person, guys. I fucked a lot of attractive women because everyone was and it felt great and it didn't feel like I was hurting anybody. That's it. I wasn't a liar. I wasn't a deceiver. I was off the path, but I wasn't like rounding up Christians for executions for money. You know, I think that everybody has a path back to God and can be quote unquote saved. But it, it's like, that doesn't mean you shouldn't be executed. It doesn't mean that people should trust you. If you need everyone to trust Paul, you're missing the whole point. Jesus said we need to become like children to enter the kingdom. Well, yeah, but that's like joyful, asking questions, you know, excitable, excited about waking up in the morning and having a great day. It's not going, how dare you? The best people to escape Babylon, then they went straight for incest. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, they leave Babylon and then they fucked his daughter. No chance. Not to derail, but we're getting tons of super chats. No, no. Hit me with the super chats, Kyneton. I know you need to pay your bills. I know you're fucking broke. Dude, I, guys, yay, it rules. He fucking, he's great. It, dude, he's like, he's like, man, I'm not going to ruin it. I mean... Because my buddy's shooting a documentary with him right now. And there's some shit he's saying that's so fucking right on the money. And he's accepting poverty. He doesn't have any security. 
he just walks into shit like the bank. And he's like, I just got to tell you a couple stories. So he, he'll just like walk into Coffee Bean or something. And he doesn't change because my buddy Adam is now working directly for Ye full time. Who shot our documentaries. A lot of you guys met Adam. <clears throat> Adam's now Ye's like full time videographer. And so he's at the office every day with Ye. And Adam's telling me, he's like, dude, he's so legit. Like he's authentic. And, he, and Adam goes, being with you and listening to you for the last six years, I, uh, I, uh, I now know how to deal with people like him. You guys are like, you guys are like artistic flow state. Like you'll just, cause like, yeah, will be like talking about something and then switch. And then Eliza glaze over and they'll talk about something else. And a lot of people don't know how to interact with that because he's like flow state artist guy. And he'll say horribly offensive things. Like what I just said about Paul and then something that like blows your mind and you never will see the world the same way. And then he'll say something that makes you like want to cry and get sad. And then it'll say, it's like, and so Adam's like, it's like, I feel completely fine with him because, and he's like, I don't know if I could have done it before you, because you kind of helped me understand that it's not personal. BB, that's so awesome that you got Adam hooked up. Yeah. He now has a full-time job documenting Ye's life. And Adam's like, bro, he doesn't care. He's like, not afraid at all. He's happy. He's joyful. He doesn't have security. He's like, he's like, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to take all his money right now. All of it. They're, they're like, and like, uh, I would guess that Ye has a pretty strong case against Adidas for civil rights violations. You know, like right now the grabbers are really showing their neck when it comes to, uh, their privilege. Ye makes ridiculous looking things and people buy them. That's the insight we need. No, but it's true to him. Like, cause my buddy Adam gets his clothes at, um, at a uh, tractor supply. And guys, I wouldn't be surprised if Ye starts making like super redneck clothes because apparently, you know, Ye's the type that's really drawn to authenticity. That's why me and him get along. It's like, is it true? Is it real? You know? And so Ye's been like focusing on Adam's clothes. Like he's like, look at where that pocket is. <laughs> and, uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if Ye's next clothing line is like denim. <laughs> and, uh, and it's like, I don't know. I just find it so fascinating, man. And I, it's like, you just, if you're in the artistic flow state, you got to just keep rolling and you got to be able to accept poverty. And I had that quality, you know, Amy is so ride or die, man. That's why I'm so happy for her. It's so funny. I'm happy for my wife. Cause because every woman likes a nice existence. They like that Pinterest world of like a nice kitchen and, you know, um, being able to get their hair did and, you know, uh, like a nice Christmas wreath and all this stuff that we couldn't afford before when I got, you know, I went from getting 20 grand a show from colleges to zero and they took back the money they had given me and I had to pay their fees anyway. And I was in a very similar situation to, yeah, I had real estate, but, um, I was broke and Amy was selling clothes on her Instagram account. She was like, we never went out to eat. I mean, we still don't now, but she lived a very humble life for a few years there after thinking she was getting together with like a TV guy. And now we've gotten out of that and she gets to have uh, 
she gets to be more like feminine, you know, and I'm happy for her. But she she showed she was ride or die. <clears throat> and Ye is ride or die. Like, Ye's like, I, you know, I, I wish I could say this thing, but I don't want to, anything that's in potentially in the documentary, I don't want to, like, ruin. But he has some metaphors about how he'd rather live in a, in a small house that wasn't haunted. You know, and, uh, and it's just so fucking beautiful to see, man. To see someone that is not in love, that loves the truth more than money is just so cool. And the fact he's like this black former rapper, it couldn't be funnier. Because I make fun of rap all the time. I don't like rap. And frankly, blacks scare me. So, you know, that's, it's like a very divine biblical type experience that like your messages and your lessons come in a variety of very unexpected ways. And guys, I promise you, and this is coming from Adam too, who's with him all the time now. He's not worried about money. He doesn't want to be poor, but like he's showing people that he was right. He's like, look, they're actually doing it. They're trying to take all my money. And he's like, I'd rather live in a, a small house that isn't haunted. And I'm like, like, dude, yay, literally could set his people free. <laughs> like, I'm like, are you going to part the fucking, the, the, the Marina Del Rey Sea and all the blacks are going to walk through and return the bikes? Blacks scare me too. Yeah, I mean, blacks I know don't scare me, but when I just see a black, especially if they're dressed in a very urban way, I don't want to be even near it. But then when I get to know him, I know, you know. Hang on, my buddy just said, look up the meaning of Paul. <laughs> Paul, a male given name from a Latin word meaning little. Okay, are you guys all cool with my Paul rant? This will be the end of the Paul week. I really hope I don't lose good bears over this. I know it's possible. Um... But I still, I love God. I follow Christ. My faith isn't altered. I'll be crushing as hard as I ever did. But I, I don't feel comfortable calling myself Christian anymore. Because I don't want to continuously be the rag that keeps telling other people they have to change. You know? I just am. I love this, the Paul rant. I have been enjoying Paul week. Sweet. This does feel liberating, to be honest. You're not the only one tired of people pounding their chest over being Christian but doesn't follow any of it. Yeah, and then it's like everything's really coming together. Like when I looked up who owns The Science, uh, it's a Jew named, you know, Ira Goodsaid. Someone owns Christian. And it sure as shit ain't Jesus Christ. So, fine. It's like imagine being a scientist. Do you still call yourself a scientist? If like science now just means reinforcing sodomy laws and false global warming agendas, like, are you still a scientist? One who does science? Like if I was a professional scientist, I would not call myself a scientist. I would call myself uh, a follower of the scientific method because we're in a spiritual battle right now. And I think these words matter. And so I am a follower of Christ and a lover of God. And so... Christian seems to mean something else because if Steven Crowder can dress up as a woman for money and try and, you know, false flag us into more wars to kill righteous people in the Middle East and no one has a problem with him being Christian. But yet if I make if I question the authenticity of a of a murderer, I'm not. So that means I'm not Christian. 
Okay, cool. I don't know if Paul was family checking out during Paul week. Paul is the Joe Rogan of the Bible, a truth seeker. Christians should appropriately brand themselves as Paulians. No, no, but see, here's the thing. It's not my battle. I realized that I was in the wrong bar. I was in a gay bar trying to slap dicks away from people. And they're like, dude, this is our bar. It's called the toolbox. When you come in, it's assumed that you're accepting our way. I've been going into church after church. Guys, I, I haven't talked about this on streams because I don't want to be the Yelp review of churches and how I, and I didn't want to just like shit on everyone's church. I've never felt remotely comfortable or accepted in any church. And I've been to like 20. And it's like, whether or not I'm watching a guy who I'm pretty sure is a fucking perverted thief, like literally a thief, like someone I wouldn't listen to for five minutes at a Dunkin' Donuts. And he's going to try and guide my family religiously. Or they have a giant Israeli flag and they're going on and on about all the Republicans we have to vote for. Or they're like gay and it's all about self-improvement and working out and taking creatine. Or, or it's like all about modern rock and roll, like Coldplay and fucking bands. And, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't, this isn't for me at all. I feel more divinity if I walk into, uh, I swear to God, guys, the post office. Like when I walk into the post office, it's almost like how I would picture church. I have like a bearded man who like has brought to me the messages of the world. You know, everyone's doing their job. Everyone's happy. Do they, they say hi, Owen? You know, everybody feels like they're in this like beautiful community. But you go into a church and everybody's like hiding. Like, I, cause I'm like, my antennas are out to here, guys. I can just look around and there's good people. Like I've met cool people at churches and a lot of them are bears and shit, but I'm like, do you guys come to church so you can hide your crimes where people go, Oh, but he's a churchgoer, a good church going Christian who would have guessed that he was running a Ponzi scheme or he had a bunch of kids in his basement. I'm like, maybe that's where those people go. Just kind of like Bono doing a charity. It's like they do that so that they can hide their, their crimes. Post office always has your back. Post office never told me to vaccinate. The post office general never called me a nigger. You know? Big Bear. God, do we have more super chats? Churches to BB or the Paul office? I'm a post office guy. It's like, well, where's your church? I would feel more like a church in a, in a rec room for, for like the youth. Like if people are playing ping pong and talking and like starting families and shit. <clears throat> Who do we daddle bell? Two more things. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Uh, you and God. If you follow the red letters in the Bible, all doctrine stems from there and you're probably going to be fine. The epistles and commentary don't usurp Jesus' words. Hope that helps some folks. Thank you, Hoodley Daddle Bear. Sleep Deprived Bear. Congrats on the first steps of Bertaria Ozarks. My Catholic name is Paul. <laughs> Jonah's right about you. You're gay. And I've been laughing the entire time, and I felt love from the bears saying, I am the good Paul. Lastly, Jonah Bear is a fag. In response to Grungy, I think he has been listening to way too much Boy George and Culture Club. What a karma chameleon. Oh, boy. Scouse Bear, I went blind when I first seen your stream. Now I can see. I've changed my name from David to Pavid. Few quid for the laughs and gravy. Scouse Bear. Thank you, Scouse Bear. Nancy says, hey, BB, someone at the Apple store heard me listening to you, and he's like, love that guy. He's bold and forthright. Christianity needs more guys like him. 
I asked if he has a bear name. He said, no, but he wishes. Ha ha, onward. Yeah, but Christianity's rejected me and I've accepted it. I didn't create the title. You know, all the Christians, quote unquote, that I look up to never called themselves Christians. You know, the only, the only one who in the Bible that ever called me a nigger was Paul. Paul pointed at me on that road to Jamarcus and said, you're a nigger. By the way, what I just said is probably way more true than anything Paul said. Warchild, props to Kyneton Bear. The unauthorized chat on Telegram is a game changer. Take my money, sir. Put it all on 33 black if you want to win big. Nice. Tom Bear, great stream yesterday. Highly enjoyed. Put a lean on you. By the way, there is a nice documentary about Mother Teresa called Mother Teresa Hell's Angel from the 90s. Oh, how dare you? She was a good Christian who had no kids and did human sex trafficking in Africa. I think Hitchens made it. You can also find lots of pictures of her with Robert Maxwell online. Thank you for what you do. We have to be able to question all sacred cows. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, and, and now you don't have to blame your neighbor for everything. Like, you can hate Hitler right alongside all these liberals who hate Hitler, but for different reasons. <laughs> like, you can hate Trump just like all the SJWs hate Trump, but for different reasons. Like, dude, how funny is it that me and a lot of left-leaning SJWs, we really can't stand Adolf Hitler, but for very different reasons. <laughs> you don't have to talk about the reasons why you both hate Hitler, you know? Kyneton, I, I can't find the Super Chats now. Can you, uh, can you hit it up? <laughs> like... Like, it's like, oh, I can't stand Donald Trump. I'm like, me neither. And then you start playing catch, you're having a great time. And maybe you start talking about why you don't like Trump. Like for them, it's because he's like, uh, I don't even know why. That, but for me, it's because he's a sellout to Israel. And they're like, I, I don't think they'll be upset. I'll resend. Can you quickly read a text? Of course, Kyneton. How you doing over there, buddy? You crushing? I feel like today's a big day for everybody, including Kyneton Bear. All right. Did you text me, Kyneton? FYI, I just had the idea and worked with the UA tech guy. Don't know if he wants his name out there, but credit goes to him. I feel weird getting praise for a team effort. No, it's okay. Busy Town Bear is the same with me. I, I just take credit. I don't care. Dude, some Vox, or, uh, sometimes Vox gives me credit for your uh, gabs, Cod, and I just take the credit. Don't worry about it. It doesn't, no one cares. It's like, it's like memes. I had this one gamma recently go, oh, you just use other people's memes. I go, what the fuck is, that's what a meme is. If you want credit, you put your little name in the meme. A meme is supposed to just be disseminated. Oh, but you get mad when David Chappelle stole That's stand-up bits. I don't see how people don't see the difference. A meme is supposed to just spread. You know, no big deal. You just meme, 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 right? A stand-up bit is like you own it. It's like your work. And I don't I have no problem with people taking credit for memes, but you have to put it in the meme because whoever I got the meme from didn't make it. They don't know where the fuck they got it from. So you just share it. You share the meme. You know, that's why I don't care about giving credit to memes. Cause it's like, if you want credit, you put your name in the fucking meme. Yeah. Like me and Cod are part of a Trinity. It's like me, Cod and Vox. It's like every time Cod gets credit, I take it. 
And every time I'm blamed, it's Coddington. You know, whenever like we have a tech issue, it's Coddington. Whenever he does a great joke on Gab, it's me. Because it's three become one. You know, we're three different persons, but the same. And so when Cod comes up with a great joke, or when he promotes arc tunes or something like that, like one time Vox called me, he's like, thanks for that, uh, that gab about uh, promoting, uh, you know, Castelli or something. I'm like, no problem, even though it was Coddington. But me and Coddington, the fact he runs my gab, we've talked about how we promote our own, the good, the true, the beautiful. Like, I'm in on it. I just don't manage it. So I'm going to take the credit because, you know, we're, it's a, it's a Trinity. I hate Hitler for his incompetence. Exactly. Uh, you know, I'm laughing so much. It's no, but it's, it's really true. You can even ask Vox, like Vox recently thanked me for, uh, you know, posting about his, his, uh, library. And I, I didn't even bring up Coddington. Because we're operating as a team. But as soon as someone says, why doesn't Twitch work? I go, it's, it's that piece of shit in Florida. You see how it works? I get the praise. He gets the pit. You know? He's the Jew. Oh, the Jew. The Jew has no identity, says the Christian who's currently whacking off to pornos with no guilt. Okay, anyway. Um, Jesse says, paying Paul's gay away, indeed. Uh, that Edward Bear, I'm not in a church. We are called to be set apart like Jesus was set apart. In Hebrew, the word Kadesh often gets translated as holy. A more accurate translation is set apart. Does that mean that we should not be a part of groups? No. We should remove ourselves from groups that are not set apart. That's interesting. <laughs> I'm just going to say I love God and I follow Christ. Uh, because I won't even consider myself holy because I am, listen, I'm not like one of these self-flagellating Paul guys. It's like, no one's worse than me. I'm a piece of shit. But I'm like 10% a piece of shit. Um, and I work on it. You know, it's not the majority of me. I'm, I'm better than a lot of people, in my opinion. Uh, but I could, you know, I definitely have problems. Like, I'm really hoping God favors me. You know, there's a chance I'm going to hell. <laughs> you know? And, uh... And that, that's scary. You know, that's a scary thought. I, I don't feel like I'm just saved. Like, I feel good about my life. I feel like I have purpose. Everybody's crushing. But, like, I definitely don't have that confident glow that a lot of quote-unquote Christians have where they're like, I've accepted my Lord Jesus Christ, and I'm going to go to Coldplay concert and suck guys off in the bathroom. And I'll be forgiven just like Paul was. I mean, he literally, no one was worse than that guy. So when I'm given giving out BJ's for 20 bucks a head at a Coldplay concert, you know, that's nothing compared to Paul. And he's an apostle, even though Jesus said there was only 12. You know, so that's the identity issues I've been having. But don't think that when I, because I do think I'm fairly righteous. I think I'm a strong guy. Uh, I'm doing mostly good. But that being said, don't think I'm confident that I'm going to heaven. I don't know. Sometimes I feel really good about it, but then I remember that, like, uh, I have no way of knowing and there's a chance I'll be judged for some horrible thing I'm doing that I'm not aware of, or I am aware of it and I suck. But either way, obviously I'm significantly better than Paul, and I'd say that right to his face. And if I do end up in hell, I'll probably get the chance. I'm just kidding. I'm not making the claim. 
But I, if I was a betting man like Coddington, like what's your odds that Paul's in hell? I mean, I don't know. Hell is disconnection from God. Seems kind of odd you'd be sent. But it would be a choice. It'd be a choice to go to hell. And I currently don't believe I'm on that path. But I could be. And I don't have that like blanket confidence that like I'm all set because I every now and then I'll catch myself doing like um, going down a, a bad road, whether it's wrath or pride or like I feel like it was a sign that the day after I was bragging that my family never gets sick, my son got a stomach illness like he was pu- like Walter was puking this morning. I take that as a sign. I take that as a sign of my hubris. And I can be extremely arrogant. I think I'm the funniest comedian in the world and unbelievably talented at piano. Okay, moving on. Um, Hoodley Daddle says, to the Christians in the scripture, they call themselves disciples. Uh, Yeah, that's what Taliban means, by the way. The students. The irony about, uh, you know, the, 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 Zio, the Ziocons is the Muslims are more quote-unquote Christian, according to the Bible, than any Christian church in America by far. You know, the Christian churches couldn't save the female bathroom, let alone gay marriage, abortion, none of it. It's disgusting. And so what did they choose to do to bomb the Taliban? And the Taliban literally translates to the students. And who are they the students of? Allah, the Most High, who sent uh, Jesus and Muhammad and uh, King David and Lot and all these prophets to teach them. And there are students, they're learners. Oh, how dare you? You're a terrorist. You're terrorizing my anus. Yeah, I'm out. I'm, I, I think Christianity is, is, a, is a racket. Um, I think the glyphosate on all their lawns is going to make their dicks fall off. And then how are they going to whack off to Steven Crowder? Okay, Deadpap says, just watched... Chafing Ira on Theo Vaughn's podcast, not worth the listen. It's like watching a sodomite's great value. Why don't they laugh with a side of delusion? Ari starts endorsing sodomy and driving the podcast off a cliff. These people are broken as fuck. Coworker told me it was great. Paying some gay away. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty gay. Not Andrew says, so glad I found your stuff, man. Much love from Toronto. That Grinch bit yesterday was gold. Thank you. Dean Bear, paint the gateway. Roast last night was awesome. Paul has a small hat, crushing harder every day. Follower of Christ, lover of God. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Christian is a trademark that I don't, that I've been asked to leave. I've been asked to leave the gay bar and uh, I accept it. Enjoy it. Enjoy. Enjoy Steven Crowder's Ranger panties, endless war and gay marriage. You guys earned it. You know, you and Paul, you know, that Paul. He really taught you how to forgive, huh? (laughs) All right. Detailing after falling into victim mentality and wanting others to change instead of just building something better for me and mine. Crush on, BB. P.S. Bowler's puzzle was comedy gold. Pally Hister Bear TV. Thank you, brother. Yeah, Bowler Bear's a gem, if that's all right with Christianity. The more I think about it, Paul sending emails to all the churches was him indoctrinating the early church to pause him. Yes. Yeah, he was he was basically a bit shoot gamma. That's why the bit shoot gammas love Paul and they're so mad at me. Did someone on Rundle just rumble just blew my mind? There used to be a silly debate on the pronunciation of meme. Meme versus Mimi. 
Most people laugh at the second, but they just said the point of a meme is that the idea goes from person to person. Me first seeing me first person to share. Interesting. Thanks, God. Who asked you to leave the Christian saloon? Thousands of people over the last, I mean, E. Michael Jones, uh, and when they did their, their intervention with me, I mean, guys, an intervention is done by people when they think someone's hurting themselves because I don't believe in the Trinity. I don't, I, I believe Jesus when he said that he's doing his father's business and that to pray to God in heaven, not to him and did not exalt him and bless, and forgive them father. They know not what they do. I believe Jesus Christ when he said that. And because of that, the Christians have asked me to leave. And guys, I'm talking thousands. If it was just a couple gammas, I'd, I'd just say, no, you're wrong. But I, they're right, guys. There's not a single Christian institution in America that is not doing the work of Satan, like directly. Whether it's the YMCA or the Boy Scouts or the Baptists or the Catholics, they're pro-sodomy, pro-usury, and they find people like me offensive. And so good, you can have it. You know, if you want to be in a little pig paddock, go the fuck ahead. I know Paul and Steven Crowder makes you feel great about being a little cross-dressing cuck. Okay, uh, Kyneton said, in the age of electronic communication, books aren't always given the proper due. But unlike what exists on our screens and in our pockets, there is no tracking devices, real-time altering of definitions or other subversive tools used by those who wish to destroy you. What's more, as we rebuild and raise our kids away from degeneracy, books are a great way to avoid the endless info scroll cycle of social media for their young developing minds. I highly recommend and uh, share that Castellia Library at Castellia Library is now on Gab, so others can support and connect to an independent publishing company that has so prepared against cancel culture, they have their own printing press, and they make great quality books that will survive generations. Also, 07 to the innocent goats who did their part in providing such quality covers. And then Kyneton reposted Castellia Library. The Aristotle Trilogy of Rhetoric, Ethics, and Politics is now complete and shipping. Only 145 copies of Politics remains. Yeah, that's the definition of the good, the true, the beautiful. That's what I'm all about that. And so that's why we share that stuff. And Although Kyneton wrote that and did all that, I obviously I take credit for it <laughs> because, you know, we've talked about it, that we share Vox's stuff because Vox is a builder. Vox, Vox is not seeking other people to change. He's creating the solution. And that's what I'm all about. And I don't I have not found a single church that does that. How come your churches do not have a printing press? A European former game designer that's part American Indian and got kicked off Twitter before anyone, he started a printing press, but the Lutheran church can't? Oh, how dare you? No, they do. They print about sodomy and how we have to accept trans and how Fauci's the real. All right. Okay, final super chats here. Celebrating this historic day, congratulations to Owen, all the bears, and even the gammas on closing on phase one of the property. Bertaria, indeed, it's a big day. Thank you for all your support. Just one more, the road to Jamarcus is gold. Thank you. All right, let's read some mail. Fox's new animated daily news is a massive upgrade. Yeah, and we connected him with Hometown Bear. It's communities serving each other. And, you know, I connected Adam with the artist formerly known as Kanye West. 
I, I should be a talent agent in an anti-Semitic talent agency. I'm a connector, baby. I fucking take people, I put them together, and I seek only credit for it. I don't seek money. I just want people to say, that's awesome, Big Bear. You crush. But then I say, all glory to God. And I pass it on up the chain. But everyone does kind of know I was part of it. What Christians should be saying is, thanks for bringing Paul to my closer attention, BB. I'm going to look into him more closely. Right. You know, and you guys can figure all that out. You know, you figure out what Christians are supposed to do because I've experienced nothing but it's been a fucking disaster. And I've been doing my damnedest to straighten shit out. But if you want to contradict Jesus for a lying Jew on the road to Jamarcus, that's your business. I'm in the business of, of, of identifying psyops and false flags. George, why are you being so noisy? You got plenty of water. What's going on? You want to go outside in a minute? Want to go outside, Georgia boy? Let's see what we got here. I'll, uh, I'll let George outside. And I will show you guys just something very funny. I played it yesterday. It makes me laugh every time. Here's the quote-unquote reincarnation of King David. Hopefully someday go back to their home. This is boring. boring. We're boring. boring. Tell some jokes. This is something. Entertain this is, us. This is boring. Come on. So, very important. We're very bored. This is. Are you serious? This is boring. This is boring. We came here to be entertained. This is boring. It's so boring. I love you, but this is really boring. Donald, you're boring. 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 He is. He's very boring. Okay. I was kind of inadvertently given it. Like, if, if somebody wants to run for president, like, let's just say I happen to have a friend who might want to run for president. Do you want to know what advice I give them? <clears throat> Over half the country doesn't vote. Over half. Do you know why they don't vote? Because they know it's rigged and stupid. And the red team and blue team act the same. So if, some, if somebody wanted to run for president, just go hard against vaccines and don't talk to Jews. Nothing else matters. Do you know how many people would vote for that? <laughs> you know, just no more vaccines and never cuck to a single Jew. That's it. That would get, literally, that's all you'd have to do. Donald Trump just barely touched the truther world. Barely touched it. You know, and everybody just went, no, it's like people that didn't vote voted for Trump. They're like, yeah, he's different. He's like different. He's actually saying some truth. Oh, dude, just be like, vaccines are poison and I'm not fucking kissing the whacking wall. No one out, like, that's all that, that's it. I mean, literally, it's just, <laughs> do you figure voting is also con uh, consent for the outcome? Yeah, Definitely. Yeah, he could legit get the gab vote if he openly refused to. Yeah, it's not, it's not about hating Jews or getting mad at Jews. All you have to do is say, I'm not going to go to Israel and kiss a wall. I'd vote. I'd be like, nice. Because, like, what else even matters? They don't do anything. Even the actual white supremacists would consider it? Yes. Yeah. Trump tried to sabotage the truth of the world. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it was intentional, but he definitely pretty much destroyed the truth or world when it came to uh, YouTube and all that because he was so, like, disastrous for truthers. 
Uh, Trump, uh, call out the moon land. Listen, it's no one went to the moon. 9-11 looks suspicious. I'm not kissing a wall and no one's getting vaccines. Not like it's your choice, but you should get the vaccine. It's like, dude, no one's getting vaccines. No one went to the moon. 9-11 suspicious. No one's kissing a wall and abortions murder. You do that. They're like the, the over half the country that doesn't vote would be like no more wars. Yeah. But if you don't cut to the Jews, there's no more wars. America hasn't had an actual enemy in like 200 years. America fights the wars for these dirty, disgusting grabblers in Israel. If you don't kiss their wall that they beat off on and mind fuck. Oh, how dare you? You're just being sexual. That's why they do it, guys. They think that God has a feminine energy around the whacking wall. I'm not kidding. They claim that they gyrate their hips in a sexual act with God. You don't think they're beating off on that wall? I've been calling it a whacking wall for years. Big Bear, I'm a 44-year-old man and I haven't written a letter since I was a child. Having your community write you and sharing them on your streams is so fascinating and helpful. What you're doing by breaking spells has been a long-needed addition to my life. I watched you on Brewer's podcast. That minute he had it up. That minute he had it up. Oddly, maybe divinely, I have only watched two of his shows. I thought, wow, this dude is onto something. I subscribed to your Rumble channel, but didn't really get it at first. Then I watched 1456 and it lit a fire in me. Coddington, what was the title of 1456? So every day at work, I would binge your streams in reverse while keeping up with the new ones. Doing it that way was fun. I'm a pipe fitter for a propane company here in Florida. Coddington, Florida. I have the luxury of wearing headphones while I work. Yeah, me too. It's awesome. Uh, BB needs to be yay's yes man, and all he does is stand off stage and shakes his head yes every time yay needs encouragement. I just be like, "You're doing great, kid." <laughs> and I, <laughs> he could fucking win, man. Oh, the founding farmers make America great again. Nice, dude. Cause like, the majority of people don't vote. They don't. It's like, and it's because they think everyone's a liar. So if you just got a guy that's out there like, no more vaccines, the moon landing looks suspicious, and abortion's bad. And the Kardashians are working with the Clintons. And I'm not kissing that wall. I'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) and you need a guy that's not afraid to, uh, to die or become poor. Kanye West does not have like an entourage. He's like, dude, he's like the story of those humble guys, you know, that I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get too far into that. I mean, the guy, you know, I'm not going to compare him to setting his people free and whatnot. That's a pretty, pretty bad call. But you guys know what I'm saying. It's like, it's pretty amazing that he's just not afraid and he's not afraid to be poor. And he's like happy about it. He thinks it's hilarious. I relate to that. Very few people are like that. Very few people are like, then take and burn my money. I'm not going to kiss Paul's ring. Everyone's like, dude, Paul's been dead for 1900 years. Do you really want to give up money? I'm like, I'm in the flow state. I don't think. I just do. You can tell when someone is genuine, the 40 chess BS is insane. Yeah. Dude, never lie. It's like, don't lie. Like, no, everyone can t- feel when you lie. And the people that want you to lie to reinforce their delusions, 
They're weak. They're already slaves. So what's the point? They don't have any value. You want strong people in your community. Yeah, Cod will be Secretary of Treasury. But he's not allowed near the, the printing press. Because we don't have gold in America anymore. They tell you to write your wishes on a small piece of paper and stuff it into the wall for God to read. Then at 4 a.m. they vacuum them into the garbage. <laughs> you see why I, I'm rejecting the Christian identity? I don't want to just be the next wave of Jews, guys. Can you imagine? You write your little wishes and you put it into a wall. And then they just get some Bangladeshi and Israel just vacuum it all out. Imagine just reading it. I want a bigger penis. I want my mom to finally respect me. I want Marigold to stop getting plowed by all the black slaves. If, uh, I guarantee that if you were to read all the little messages and wishes in the whacking walls crevices, uh, it would be the, the most disgusting, like selfish, stupid shit you've ever read in your life. It'd be like, I just want Putin to choke and die. Why won't all the Muslims kill themselves? Can I burn a baby or is that bad? Okay. <clears throat> all right. So every day at work, all right, um, uh, pipe fitter, it's hard to listen live to many, um, too many interruptions and I don't want to waste any gravy. This guy's awesome. Growing up, I was always into talk radio like Howard Stern. Me too. That's why I like it. My kids are all into audio too. Like they love listening to uh, Little House on the Prairie audiobooks. Like I feel weird when I'm not listening to something. That's probably bad. But I'm, that's why I'm like running out of gravy because so many channels I used to listen to are so boring now. They're so like fear driven and dumb. I still like Pockets of the Future and Vox and, you know, some of them. But in general, it's it's like, it's just so, like, boring. I'm starting to listen to music a little bit more again, but. I'm extremely grateful <clears throat> for that. Oh, I uh, fell into the left-right grabble where I would still be in if not for you. I find humor in it like the politics are for entertainment purposes only. Totally. That's why my guy Ye is going to be a great president. I'm still keeping an eye on them jokers, but I'm free from the stress it used to bring. Indeed. Wait till Ye's president. Um, I want to be the secretary of goats. How great would it be if every time Ye gives a speech, I just come out with a giant herd of goats and I'm wearing a robe and I'm just like, proceed. <laughs> I mean, imagine if it's Joe Biden against Ron DeSantis. You don't think Ye can win that? Because back in the day when you had actually like, um, like more mainstream valid third-party candidates like uh, Ross Perot or something, people were so in the right-left right, right, paradigm of like Reagan and Bush and Clinton and all this. Now people know it's stupid. They, they don't even think it's real. So imagine it's Ron DeSantis or, or Zion Don or whatever against Joe Biden. Nobody's going to vote. I mean, people will vote for that. But imagine if you just got a fucking... Yay, just like wearing a bulletproof vest, you know, wearing Jesus socks. You know, my boy Adam's there filming it. I'm dressed as a robe with some goats. And he's like, no kissing walls. He's like, no vaccines and abortions murder. And everyone's like, and I'm just like, indeed, 
and I get all my goats, because I can get the goats to choir up. They can be like, and I'm like, the goat. Okay, that'd be a lot of fun. I'd really enjoy that. Well, I know what would be super funny is if his vice president was just some super beleaguered Jew who just kept going, ugh. Like, imagine if every time, so Ye's giving a speech and there's just some super Jew behind him. Like, I'm talking like, I don't know. I can't, like, who would be a good, a, a good one? But he's just behind him going, ugh, Like, and Ye just keeps being like, Bernie Sanders? Yeah, like a, a Bernie Sanders or no, like somebody that just doesn't really talk a lot is just kind of like, vey. you know, and yeah, he's like, how come, how come people say white supremacy, but it was never a white man that tried to bankrupt me for, it was a Jewish, and, and then you just, the whole time there just is always a Jewish guy behind him just going, yeah, Gary Nadler, and he's like, yeah, it's Larry David's behind Ye the whole time just going, ugh. And then, but he has to, like, he has to, like, play ball because he's going to be vice president. And he's like, you know, and, I, and he said some things. You know, in every press briefing, it's just they're asking the Jewish guy, like, what he thought. It's like, so how do you feel about Ye talking about how you guys run the music industry and they're trying to get all kinds of crack and stuff in your streets? He's like... Well, uh, you know, some things were said. Yay, David. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Okay, let me finish off. I'm still keeping on the joke. I share that with friends, and I love watching their faces when they start to get it. Oh, 1409, 313, you did that Memorial Day Pink Floyd melody and breakdown that was so mind-blowing. Oh, thank you. Kyneton, 1409, 313, I did a breakdown. A Memorial Day. Let's clip that. Let's clip that. There is so much more like how my wife says, wow, Billy, your beard is really filling in. And I say, yeah, because I'm off the pornos. Tee hee, tee hee. Thanks again for everything, especially the long streams to get me through hot as hell work days, running and fixing the dreaded cut gas lines. Can I please be verified as Uncut Bear 27? Welcome, Uncut Bear 27. And I know that bear name just got a lot of Jews rattled. 1409313. Yeah. <clears throat> 1409313. Yeah, I know people are going to go, oh, you supporting Yay for president. Why can't you take it seriously? You're the reason the country's going to shit. <clears throat> no, I'm not. I think a, a big morale boost, if you just had some hilarious, like super artistic black dude that's like kind of like obsessed with the truth about Jays, <laughs> like that, that's my pick. Who would you rather have, the biggest vaccine salesman in human history, Donald Jamarcus Trunk, or a dementia-ridden pedophile named Joe Biden? I don't know. Hang on. Let me really think it over. I sent this letter out before. I don't mind if it came. If you end up receiving the first letter before this, uh, all good. What's up, Owen? This is from Matt. Your streams keep getting better. Not sure how that's possible. I donated to BertariaCampgrounds.com, and I'm excited to see how great that place becomes. It's going to be awesome. A couple weeks ago, you did a quick Gonzalo Lira impression, and it was hilarious. We need more of that. I don't remember what I did. And finally, use a parody of Johnny Cash's song, Folsom Prison Blues. This one is Mind Prison Blues by Ira Roth. Okay, I'll, I'll try and do it now that I have a piano. Uh, 
Oh, I just was writing mine prison. Wholesome prison. Uncut bear, what's next? Genocide, the Jew bear, sister on Jew bear. Yeah, what's up with you guys and dicks, man? People, oh, Owen's always joking about dicks. Well, uh, there's a small group of people that obsessed about making sure that the entire population of babies had a clipped dick. Why, why, here the goys are coming. They're rowing round the bend. And I ain't seen my schmeckle since. <laughs> I don't know when, cause I'm stuck in my own hell. And time keeps dragging in. But those, but those goys, they keep on coming. I'm down to get alone. When I was just a baby. My mama told me, son, you'll always be the special boy and try to take their guns. Why well, sold a man a mortgage <laughs> just so I can squirt? <laughs> when I hear those goys are coming, I rub my hands and jerk. I think I have the chords. They're pretty easy. Let me just put this up here. Oh my God, this is fucking hilarious. I sold a guy a mortgage just so I can squirt. <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah. Well, I hear a guy coming. He's rowing round the bend. And I ain't seen my schmackle since. I don't know when, well, I'm stuck in my own hell. And time keeps dragging on. But the goyim keep on coming. I'm down to get alone. When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son, you'll always be a special boy and try and take their guns. Well, I sold a man a mortgage just so I can squirt. When I hear the goys coming, I rub my hands and squirt. I bet there's poor boys, goys farming on their stupid fucking farms. They're probably building gardens and trying to do me harm. Oh, Jesus, Marigold, they're coming for me. Well, I know I, well, I know I had it coming. I know they're hurting me. But those goyim keep on laughing. And that's what tortures me. That's amazing. Well done. What a perfect song for those jokes. I bet there's poor gores farming on their stupid fucking farms. They're probably building gardens and trying to do me harm. Oh, Jesus, Miracle, they're coming for me. Well, I know I had it coming. I know they're hurting me. But those gores, they keep a laughing. And that's what tortures me. 
Keep crushing Matt. P.S. I've been in the community for a while without a bear name. Can I be verified as Goada Bear? Welcome. P.P.S. Jim Bob's hands are so small he can barely play pebble, paper, scissors. Because the pebbles are so small. That's great. I know there's going to farm in on their stupid fucking farms. They're probably building gardens and they're doing me harm. Oh, Miracle, they're trying to hurt me. But I know I had it coming. I know they're hurting me. <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. Hi, Big Bear. Thanks for the great entertainment. You are the best of, of the internet. In appreciation, I'm sending a note made in green for your enjoyment. Like my late mother used to say, I'm getting too old to enjoy it, so maybe you can have some fun with it. It was amazing how quickly Ye won you over. He really is a genius that way. He handled your stories and deactivated your mocking. Yeah, but it was all natural. It, no agenda at all. Like, that's the thing. He's pure flow state. Like, just like... Dude, Black's got a lot of heart, man. I've always said so. They, they have a lot of heart. Wow, big one on Rockfin. Thanks, my Duke. I'd be verified as I guess I'm Irish Bear. I wanted to write a letter asking, but haven't found the time. Just sold my house and bought 40 acres in Michigan. Planning on crushing with my wife and four kids, God willing. Planning on donating to the Ozarks soon. This Paul stuff is great. Used to freak me out as a kid that he killed Christians. And then, bam, he was cool. Yeah, no, he was uh, the Jeffrey Epstein of the first century. Crow777, cheers from Crow Jason Rose. Why, thank you, Crow. Well done, everybody. And Vanilla Godzilla says, hello, big balls. Does anyone know where I can find the video of you rallying the bears in 2020? Every video. There was an inspirational music in the background. It had something to do with having courage and not consenting. Uh, Kyanton might have it. Hey, God, where's that? Where's that video that we put over Amazing Grace with everybody lighting the fires across the realm? We should play that again now that we're lighting way more fires across the realm. My goal, my stated goal, and that's it, 30 million bears in America that can each feed 10 people, and at that point, we can literally feed the entire country and avoid all famine and any um, attempt, and this could take lifetimes, this could take generations, but that's my goal. I want 30 million bears, um, or bear adjacents, you know, just 30 million people that from their land can feed 10 people. At that point, the World Economic Forum and all the, the gays, um, they lose all their leverage. It was um, I'm not sure if he made a mistake since you pointing out his faults was making him more human than a legend. No, I still point out his faults, though. I mean, I still make fun of him. But he stopped being so, like, mockable. When was the last time you heard him freaking out about Kim? Right? I mean... He literally went from, when he was selling Jesus socks, like that, I'd still make fun of that. Uh, oh, here we go. He is objectively being more cool now. now I'm not going to take credit, but, uh, oh yeah, this isn't loading. Cunnington. I'm not taking credit. He's on his own journey. It's not, I, I think I've been a positive influence, but um, if he was still freaking out about Kim. He was like, Kim, I would still be making fun of it. I hear more about Ye from BB than the MSM. Yeah, because he is doing well now. He's looking healthy. 
He's talking with joy and gratitude. And the MSM doesn't like to promote people that don't appear crazy when they're speaking truth to power. He looks the best I've ever seen him. His eyes are clear. Yes, he's, he's doing well. He's healthy. He's like, his sense of humor is crushing. He's being very courageous. And because of that, they don't want to, because people always thought that it was a script because they'd put him on with, um, with uh, Pierce Morgan and all that shit because they were trying to get him to look crazy. They were trying to get him to either apologize or make a major mistake. Um, and now he's not doing that. Uh, and so that's why they're trying to hide him now. Yeah, you really don't hear any more about Ye on MSM. Yeah, they switched it to Kyrie, and now even it's backfiring horribly. And that's one reason why, uh, you know, it's been such a fun ride. Because it's, it's backfiring so bad that it almost appears like the ADL is intentionally trying to burn the Jews. Um, when did Ye speak with Owen? I talked to him literally every day. <laughs> like his uh, his uh, documentary director and producer is Adam from Film Grain, who did all ours, and I connected those two, and now Adam's full-time with Ye. And they're going to do an amazing fucking documentary. Amazing. Ye is not afraid. He's not, like, acting like a... He doesn't act like a celebrity, like how it's annoying. Like, he goes into... Like, he's the type that walks into, like, places and is just like, yeah, yeah, I'm here to get one of those coffees. <laughs> BB, does Ye talk to Kyrie? Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe, allegedly, possibly. Who knows? No one can really tell these days. It backfired bad. Yeah, like, to the point where it appears so backfired that I, it seems intentional, but I, I don't think it is. Because they... All right, watch this. You guys want to get fired up? Because the ADI, these people have been doing this for so long. It's like, it's about time that just someone fucking held their ground. I held my ground, but the whites, you know, the, the, the power whites in entertainment, every single one cucked. But with Kyrie and, and, and um, yay, they have people in their corner, even though most are cucking. And because of that, the ADL is worried and they're backing down now a bit, but they're still trying to break the buck. Like, you know, and, and they're using every dirty tactic they can to get these men to uh, either act crazy or look afraid. And they're not afraid and they're not crazy. You know, like right after, Ye did seem a little, not unhinged, but he seemed a little bit, like I related to it. It's like when you first see the truth, it's like there's so much energy around that the normie can look at you and say, wow, that guy looks a little unhinged, but he's not looking unhinged now. And neither is Kyrie. Like Kyrie is looking very, very dignified. And that doesn't work. Like they need you to yell and act nuts and promote violence and all that. If you don't do that, it just falls apart. And it's, it's really cool to be able to see both behind the scenes of this entire thing and what's happening in public. Um, and yeah, it's very exciting. All right, let's uh, check this out. And Cod, can you clip this video and send it to me on uh, on WhatsApp? Starts as one voice. Picture this in Scotland, like the hills all around you. Just one dude starts playing, and then another dude starts playing. Just really picture, really picture the the blue water, the green grass. Just someone standing up and just start crushing Amazing Grace, and then more and more keep joining. 
Just a call to your countrymen. And the harmonious hug from your creator. And there's no app on no phone and no motherfucking vaccine that's going to keep this hug away from you. Listen to this. Just picture the hills, the rolling hills of Scotland. If you've never been there, you gotta go. And more and more men rise. Logos rising. This is what Logos rising sounds like. That's it. You just felt it in your soul. Lies can't penetrate sounds like this. Genesis 2-7. Guyton, I love it. Thanks for sending it to me. Obviously, I, I'm sending that to the artist formerly known as Kanye West right now. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> On another topic, uh, I was needing to do some positive energy work and another read through the Gospels wasn't helping much. The trauma of Jesus is pretty rough and I needed some relief. I picked up a study on Tai Chi, Qigong, and Fulong, Gong. The Tai Chi is going good. The martial arts part of it is fun. I would like to combine Christian mantras with Tai Chi movements. That's awesome. But that isn't my point. Have you seen the Fulong Gong symbol? It's what, is this a total grabble? I know you have a great group of wisdom around you. and would like to hear your comments. The Fulong Gong symbol is sketched at the top of my letter. Yeah. Fulong Gong. Those of you just listening, it is five swastikas and four um, yin-yang symbols. Yeah, everyone's getting it. Um, Creepy, huh? No, I find the swastika very relaxing. I don't like the red and white uh, Hitler flag. I think it it feels like kind of like aggressively jarring. Like it's like a... Maybe it's from movie propaganda, but I don't feel a sense of peace looking at a Third Reich flag. But I swear to God, I feel peace looking at a swastika. Like, I, I, that, that shape makes me feel calm. That, that isn't to say the flag of the Third Reich doesn't make me feel calm, but that could be programming. I don't know. But the red and white and black and just the, 
you know, and I and the Nazis flipped it, which might also be a problem. Uh, I feel that when I see the blue one. Yeah, well, it's like that is a beautiful symbol, in my opinion. There's like harmony there, and there is uh, balance. Um, all right. And so to wrap up quick on a third topic, I'm attaching a short story I wrote and published on my blog called The Fear of the Groundhog. I would like to ask that you would read it out loud in your East Coast, Pennsylvania voice, maybe a pleasant skagnetti. It is a children's story, and I would like to donate it to Bertari Times or your animators if they would spin it in their inspired and wonderful ways. I know it's not February, but in order to make the spirit time, the spring times, I sent it now. I hope I asked you on a day when you have time to read it out for everyone. I actually might not. It's been over two hours, but I will read it. Is this it? Where is it? Um, I want to read it, obviously, but I don't have a ton of time today. Things just get carried away. Uh, have a wonderful Thanksgiving season. I give thanks all the month long in November. Vance Bear, P.S. See backside for story. Oh, this seems pretty pretty short. I can read it if it's one page. I don't know if I can do a Pennsylvania accent. It's like Skagnitty. The fear of the groundhog. The hog opened his sleepy eyes. His stomach grumbled after a long winter sleep. I'm just going to read it. Let's just do that. His stomach grumbled after his long winter sleep. His den was warm as it always was, a steady 50 degrees of the underground. His thick coat of fur conserved his body heat to a degree that was always comfortable at the level of his ground-bound dwelling. The groundhog started moving slowly, testing and stretching his aching and weak muscles. It had been a long and cold winter in this Ohio Valley. He had stored nuts in his favorite um, roots for the long winter to rest. But now the supplies were running out and he missed the cute female that lived down by the stream. He instinctively knew that she would be seeking company. He knew she would be ready for him and they would mate again this year. She was a good mate, but they would not get along if they did not separate for the winter. This earthly hole was too small for the both of them. He scratched his furry belly and yawned. His sharp and yellow rodent teeth snapped open and closed. He blinked his eyes in the darkness and sniffed the air. He could smell the warm, humid air from the south blowing over the great river and into the little valley, the little valley that he called home. His life was mostly one of food and fear. Sound familiar, Coddington? Uh, there had been a great bird of prey that had moved into the high forest just above his home. The squirrels constantly chatter about the huge appetite of the great eagle. His constant search for hot red meat kept the entire valley on alert. From the sky, terror could drop at any moment. His thoughts went from pleasant to chilling as he thought of what his mother had chattered to him when he was little. He had been a hundred yards from the burrow when the squirrels started chattering and then they stopped. He knew that there was a danger about if the squirrels were too fearful to chatter. A small hare ran by him at top speed and he heard a whistling and flapping of great wings. His mother barked from the direction of their burrow. He had heard enough and ran at top speed towards his mother's form. A great shadow passed over him, and the great eagle swooped low to catch the rabbit off the ground. The rabbit cried out as it was lifted into the heavens to become fresh meat for the killer. So this day he poked his nose out of the burrow into the bright morning sun. He better die immediately or else I don't see the comedy. He squinted as his eyes adjusted to the glare. The air smelled fresh and clean. He stepped out and really stretched his muscles. 
He heard a squirrel bark behind him. He turned to see a great shadow. He, oh, he's, he's the guy. I get it. He didn't have time to think. An instinctive fear took over. The great bird is near. And back in his hole, he went for another six weeks of winter in the Ohio Valley. That was clever. That was clever. Mm -hmm. It was very Caucasian. A lot of delayed gratification. He was the groundhog. I get it. Um, you know, in, a, in days yonder, yawn, when people had much longer attention spans, um, there was a, quite a payoff there. Okay, thank you for that. Someone sent me this card. Bard King of Bertaria. This card brought to you from the November Bear Meetup at Sublimey Sanctuary. Thank you all very much, everybody. Uh, it's not the Ethernet cable line. Yeah, what's going on, Kat? Are we have uh, are we having technical problems? Is unauthorized working? It seems like the chat is working. Are we are we uh, are we working? We are very attached to those near the hip. Not on this app, to my knowledge. Telegram supports muting in groups. Uh, Kyneton, is there any updates? Or are we just going to keep the big bear in the little hole? All green for me? Okay, good. Uh, I will read all of these. Thank you all for your little notes. Very beautiful. Oh, and just a quick note about a metaphor that just came to me while watching you answer call-in questions on your Mount Mubi appearance. Could it be, is the Field of Dreams movie a metaphor or mockery on the Trinity? A small super chat for your thoughts. Keep crushing, Bertaria Campground. Donation inbound when the good Elohim is willing. Onward, hemp bear. I don't know. Tell me what you think about how it's a Trinity. What's the Trinity? It's Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Right. I see it now. Well, there is truth to the Trinity. I just don't... Um, it's the, it's the worship of Jesus as God that I have, a, uh, that I, it doesn't resonate with me. I'll just leave it at that. But there is a Father, Son, and a Holy Spirit, you know? And so, uh, yeah, that's fascinating. I don't think it's a mockery of the Trinity. I think that it's a beautiful rendition of the Trinity. But Ray isn't his dad. And my, see, and call me, uh, call me autistic all you want. I, I just, I don't understand. Every time Owen disrupts his thoughts to address a non-existent tech issue, a gamma gets his squirt. I wish it wasn't so true, Kyneton Bear. All right, let me, uh, that video is so good. I'm sending it to several people. The breath of man. BB can see us rejects here now. Yes, welcome. Welcome to the, because I couldn't look at multiple chats at once and I'd committed pretty hard to this Telegram chat. So I'm glad that the UA guys are here. Uh, does Connie know the earth is what? I, see, that's the thing is I'm not like a evangelical flat earth guy. I don't know, since I don't know what the earth is, I just believe it's not a spinning ball and I think it's a deception. But I don't like open up with those conversations. Like, you know, I'm not just like the type that's like, how's your day going? Oh, yeah. So do you think we're on a ball? It just I find it jarring. And usually it's uh, I prefer if someone asks me about it. Because if not, it just kind of like affects friendships. I used to like hardcore go at it. But then the question is, so what is it then? And I don't know. You know, 
Uh, we need a Weiss Yay flat smacking stream. No, I don't think you know. I don't think that that would be very fun because he's not an outspoken anti-flat earther. So flat smacking doesn't really. Flat smacking is only enjoyable when someone's a dick, because if not, you're kind of just like mugging a grandmother. In my opinion. Falcor says, Dear Owen, saw these at the hardware store and thought you and the boys, they are more convenient than a headlamp. Yeah, this is a great present, dude. Because I milk every night in the dark. So this is awesome, dude. Thank you very, 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 very much. All right, last letter. Um, Dear Big Bear, it is with a sense of sadness that I write to you today after learning that you received no mail in your P.O. box this past Friday. Yeah, none. I'm still hurt. Flat smacking a dick sounds a little gay. You're right, Lily, it does. Weiss loves to flat smack a dick, doesn't he? The little Jew. My unhappiness comes in part from the fact that the hilarious brand of offensive humor you provide to your audience, but just never make fun of Paul, though. Just, quote-unquote, niggers and Jews. You know, that's why the Christians, quote-unquote, trademarked, are just as SJW as anybody else. You make fun of Paul, that dirty, lying murderer, and they act like that girl screaming at the sky. It's like, oh, so you have your sacred cows. You know, oh, you want me to sing about niggers stealing bikes and Jews again? That makes you happy, huh? So you're not against the behavior. You just don't want anyone doing it to you because you're weak and gay and dumb and probably stupid and gay. All right. I've therefore taken to write this extra letter to you so that for at least at one day, there will be something in your P.O. box. Due to the fact that I currently have to care for someone in my family, I'm de facto unemployed, and as such, cannot offer you any significant monetary compensation at this time. Um, I will, however, remember you when I come into my kingdom, so to speak. However, I do live on a farm, and we currently have a large supply of fresh seeds. Since I assume there is some interest in such things, I've enclosed a selection of certain seeds that might be appropriate for your greenhouse or the outdoor growing season in your location. I hope my letter finds you on a day when there is no letters in the box. Yours truly, Suwani Bear. Thank you, Suwani Bear. Yeah, do you, did you label them? Cabbage. Collard greens. Cayenne pepper. These are great. We grow all this stuff. Carrots. Pimento and orange dew melon. I've grown really fond of the melons. And now that I'm becoming pretty close to the blacks, I'm going to have to find a place to grow them. P.S. If you had a son named Franklin, then it could be Franklin Benjamin. Well, my, my full name is Owen Benjamin Smith, but yeah, a Franklin Benjamin. That's pretty funny. Okay, does anyone have one, um, one song request before I go? And thank you all so much for the mail, the super chats. It's been a very generous and eye-opening and fun day. Kyneton, any final super chats? We lit the fire on the ground, climbed onto the roof, then jumped to extinguish. Huh. I'm going to miss Paul Week. Well, you can always re-listen to these. I've really nailed them to a cross, no pun intended. Gunner's Dream. Yeah, I can do Gunner's Dream. Oh, kind to any super chats. And don't forget, follow me on rockfin.com slash Owen Benjamin.
one second. I just emailed you a version of Amazing Grace bagpipes with Braveheart video. Is that a synchronicity or is that because of the video I just did? Dead Pap. Um, yeah, yeah, one second. Uh, I quit calling myself a Christian over a decade ago at all the insane hypocrisy. Looked up trademark instant dual flag pin for Israel on the first website. Have a blessed one and a great weekend to all the bears. Yeah, you know, Adam Green does have a point about that. It's not because of the teachings of Christ or the God of Abraham or any of that stuff. My face intact. It's the concept of Christianity. I do think it is a bit of a... Um, like a, a global financial slavery scam. All right, anyway. Uh, Santeria, and then we got those two underbeat. Nice. Floating down through the clouds. Memories come rushing up to meet me now. But in the space between the heavens and the corner some foreign field I had a dream I had a dream Goodbye Max Goodbye Ma After the service I gotta fix this This like, My computer's like bobbling I know it's gonna drive the autist insane Hang on, how do I uh I put a little buffer under there. Oh, we have these bubbles. Huh. It's just going to fall over. <laughs> I don't know how to make that net. Hmm. I don't know. Floating down through the clouds memories come rushing up to meet me now but in the space between the heavens and the corner of some foreign field I had a dream I had a dream goodbye Max goodbye Ma to the service when you're walking slowly to the car and the silver in her hair shines in the cold November air you hear the tolling bell and touch the silk in your appell and as the teardrops rise to meet the comfort of the band you take her frail hand Hold on to the dream, a place to stay, a real one, enough to eat. Somewhere old heroes shuffle safely down the street, 
where you can speak out loud about your doubt and fear. And what's more, no one ever disappears. You never hear those standard issues kicking in your door. You can relax on both sides of the tracks and maniacs don't blow holes in bandsmen by remote control. Everyone has recourse to the law. This is a presidential slogan right here. And no one kills the children anymore. No one kills the children anymore. Night after night, going round and round my brain. The dream is driving me insane. In the corner of some foreign field, the gunner sleeps tonight. What's done is done. just right off this final scene take heed of his dream you guys are having some good conversations about um last few months i've become disillusioned with my church so that's how this stream is a sink for me uh christ totally uplifted and freed me then grab where paul invited me again i see why people like paul when you don't really think about it because people that have had hard lives or sinful lives that relate to the guy who who found his way home after sin 
That's why it works. It wouldn't just be a spell if it didn't work. That's why it works. On the surface, Paul sounds great. He sounds like the prodigal son, right? But he, no, the prodigal son doesn't get to change the law of the father. Just because you sin a lot doesn't mean you get to change Christianity or change the way in trademark Christianity. Of course, I understand why people like Paul. I, on the surface, I would relate to Paul, someone who was lost and, and then found their way back to God. And I used to believe in evolution and the Big Bang. And now I understand that I can see God's handiwork and the fractal reality of nature. All right. right, right, right. Yeah, but not, but no, though. Paul is a false prophet, a liar, a murderer, and changed Jesus' words. Okay? So that's why I'm not into it. And that's why, and I understand the emotions around Paul, why it feels good. Because we all have a little bit of that in us, of like, who, you know, we all require forgiveness. He without forgiveness should not expect to be forgiven. Me talking about Paul this way has nothing to do with that. That's not me contradicting that, of course. Of course. You know, forgive those who wrong you. Forgive the fallen because we all have the ability to fall and the ability to sin. And, you know, if we can't forgive others, how do we expect God to forgive us? Of course, I believe that. But when you look at the story and history of Paul, he resembles a mass murdering, lying criminal who then uses his position and a lie about God or Christ coming directly to him to rewrite Jesus's words, be protected by Rome, and bring in a new type of Christianity that does not focus on your power, your strength, your obedience, your works. No, it's only about belief. And that God will save who he wants. It has nothing to do with your active participation in the way of Christ. No, he's wiping that. And that's why the baby boomers are obsessed with uh, Paul. Because you can be full of shit. You can be a lying, sinning, flesh-eating freak. But, you know, you're already set. I think people idolize Paul because they don't feel worthy of God. That's the spell. Yeah, and God doesn't make mistakes. God doesn't make trash. God gave you free will because Adam has dominion over earth over Satan. This is not Satan's realm in a certain way of looking at it. Satan manages it. And I understand the God of this world and the Prince of Air and all that. And I, I understand how basically the central bank IMF is a re, an institutional representation of Satan. And there is an argument that Satan runs this realm. But God made Adam and man the, the actual rulers of the earth. Satan has a problem with that. So he's actively trying to influence and subvert us to choose Satan over God. Satan over our rightful heir, our rightful position as... Um, as uh, stewards of earth. We actually have control over Satan. But I understand how, uh, you know, Jesus said the, the, God, the God of this world, the prince of this world is coming for me and wants to kill me. Uh, I understand that. I understand that like uh, the central bank element of the satanic rule of earth is real, but Satan is not a threat to God and he's not a threat to man unless you accept it. And you accept it through fear and you accept it through uh, being deviant and sin and all that stuff. That's why the fearless man that will accept poverty for truth is not under Satan's spell. People keep saying, oh, Connie is going to be killed. Connie's going to be assassinated. No, he's not. He's not. It's like no one's coming for him except himself. 
And he has enough fearlessness where I feel really good about him and Kyrie and all the guys. Matt gave me a tip on Rockfin. Thank you very much. And then Satan swindled Adam and Eve. Yeah, yeah. For breaking, uh, you know, just... Because the whole point of that is do you have any boundaries? And man has to have boundaries when God forbids something. Satanism is no boundaries. This is the best way to understand the light and the the dark. The dark has no boundaries. Nothing's off limits. Eat any apple. The fruit that they don't want you to eat is the one you have to eat. And as an artist, I understand this because the word you're not allowed to say is the word you have to say. And so I understand what Satanism is arguing, but it's the inversion of what I just said. Because they're trying to create the laws of God in the realm of man. Like you can say this word, but not this word. And so they want man to follow the satanic law. God's given you other laws, like no sex in the anus. You know, marriage is between a man and a woman. You know, do not murder, do not covet, you know, your neighbor's wife or cow or all that shit. Those are the things that I don't feel I want to challenge. Those are the laws of God. And God sets you, says this tree is just for me. You can have all the fruit in the world, but that one's mine. The Satanist says, then that's the one I want. Um, God substitutes. All right, so that's it. And uh, I'll stop being a preacher, but I just thought to end, um, just to, uh, just to end Paul week with some thoughts about why I understand why Paul resonates with people and we're all caught up. All right, that's it, guys. This has been a fun week. Um, I have a stream to do tomorrow with Awar and Wooden Nichols, and I may do an evening stream with um, the Missouri legend himself, Christopher Garden, Gardner, the Gardener of Eden. The Gardener of Eden! That's a good name for his podcast. His name is Christian Gardner. <laughs> or Christopher Gardner. Christ Gardner. That's amazing. We really do kind of become our names. Like I'm Owen Smith. Owen means John in Welsh. It means uh, well-born or high-born. Benjamin's the tribe of Benjamin. Smith is something who makes something. You know, like a blacksmith, a goldsmith, a silversmith. I think my name kind of fits what I am. All right, anyway, well... Don't stop with the Paul stuff. It can be annoying. I know when I can beat a dead, like a horse. You know, I can just keep beating. I can just keep flat smacking a dick. <laughs> All right. That's going to be it for me today. Unauthorized ad team. You're making a tribe. Yes. We have a tribe. We've made a tribe. We've made a nation, like a little nation. And it's really fun. I'm a wordsman. Yeah. Thanks, BB. Very fun week. Much love, y'all. Uh, Yidrasil is the tree of life. Yeah, now that I, I'm, I can be even more heathen. I'm all about, uh, dude, I'm all about the tree of life, guys. Oh, how dare you? You're a heathen. That's fine. I'm not what Jay Dyer is. I'm so not that. Like, I'm never going to kiss a ring. I'm never going to intentionally misunderstand scripture. And I sure as shit, I'm not going to listen to Paul. Benjamin, Benjamin means son of the right hand of God. Yeah, one more super chat says Connington. Nice. Hit me with it. Irish spelling for Owen is Ewing and means God is gracious. Nice. Yeah, it's very like Gaelic. It's a Gaelic name. And just because I said Gaelic, Coddington, just super chat ourselves. The, mo- the moderately autistic beating is appropriate in this case. 
30 million bears feeding people. I see the vision. Yeah, 30 million people each feeding 10 people. You've eliminated all famine in America. And it's doable, guys. It's completely doable. We just closed on the first 33 acres, BertariCampgrounds.com. Join, become a donor and a member. You'll have access to hunting grounds and all kinds of really cool shit. We're also immediately going to start storing hay because we have 100 acres of hay fields now. And we're in the central location where we could provide hay in times of drought. I mean, I know we're thinking big here, but this is a beautiful situation. Uh, the Buzz Wrecker Bear. I finally worked out your position in this community. You discovered the bears. You were the first one of us to recognize our existence. You didn't start it or create it. You saw it and showed the rest of us what we are. Thanks again, dude. Anytime, but I did kind of start it, though. You know, uh, I know that, that that's a fun way to look at it, but I did start it. So... So down the line, if Buzz Record Bear tries to loophole the term unbearables or Bertaria and say, no, we were all bears. It had nothing to do with Owen's creation. No, no, no. But I did, though. I did create it. Yeah, obviously, there was a lot of people ready to rock, but it was like organic and it was we named I named it. Now, how dare you, says Bud Record Bear. No, we all were bears before you, baby. You just happened to come upon us. No, you're doing Talmudic Jewish trickery. Bertaria trademark is mine, bitch. You, after dealing with the quote-unquote Christians, you guys own Christianity, and you've distorted the word of Jesus. You're not going to do that with Bertaria, you little Irish fuck. All right. Yeah, so anyone can verify anyone and start anything and do anything. There's no boundaries there. I, Buzz Record Bear, I just got done talking about boundaries. Right? Are you going to be verifying people out of Ireland with your gay little beard? No, you're not. No, you're not, Buzz Record Bear. I only made the term Bertari. Yeah, and you can only control what you create. I control Bertari. That's not being me being arrogant or egotistical. I have a claim on Bertaria. I have a claim on the unbearables and I have a claim on the bears. I don't own you as people. This isn't a cult. You don't owe me anything. But when it comes to this verbal trickery, Buzz Rucker Bear just tried to get a sneaky little Irish hand on another man's weenus. I am a Bertarian. My rabbi is big. Yeah, exactly. Right now, Buzz Rucker Bear is like, we all were Bertarians before you and you just stumbled upon us. Uh, nice try, uh, fucking Goldman Sachs. I'm going to start calling Buzz Record Bear J.P. Morgan because he sure does fucking... Dude, Buzz Record Bear, how tall are you? Are you literally a leprechaun? Uh, three rails, four... Yeah, you have to have law and order. You have to have tradition. You have to have... I verified people. Okay? I started Bertaria. And I'm not saying that out of ego. I used to say shit like Buzz Record Bear was just saying. Like, oh... We're all Bertaria. No, because then any of you assholes can run with it and destroy it. And I'm going to go on a limb uh, that a little tiny Irishman named Buzz Rucker Bear with his little tee-hee-hee pants. Uh, I want to know how tall he is. Buzz Rucker Bear, what's your height? I wish I could just Google that. How great would Google be if I could just ask those questions? It's like, how tall is Buzz Rucker Bear? And Google would be like, five foot four? I'm going to guess five six. Coddington, how tall is Buzz Rucker Bear? Are you going to trademark Bertaria? Yes. We already have a functional trademark for a few uh, situations. Yeah, I'm, I got burned by Christianity. I'm not going to be burned again. Oh, Christianity has nothing to do with Christ. It has to do with Paul. 
and you have to interpret the Bible this way, even though Jesus said not to do that, though. That, that you know, there's a church wherever two or three gather in my name, you need witnesses, blah, blah, blah. But none of that, though. So now Christianity has nothing to do with Christ. Uh, you can dress like a girl and, and lie and steal and start the wars, and that's fine. Science has nothing to do with the scientific method, okay? Bertaria has to do with its foundation. And you don't get to steal that from me, Buzz Record Bear. You were just another dirty little drunk Irishman when I found you. And I'll throw you back into the goddamn alleyway where you belong. Are we six feet tall? Is that an Irish feat? Is that a trick? I'll take Buzz, Al- Buzz Lightyear. I'll take Buzz Aldrin by the fucking ear and throw him back in the fucking dirty, grimy little factory. I found him. Still a dirty, drunk Irishman, allegedly. Yeah, does he have an orange beard? Does he have an orange beard? Does he wear green pants? Papa Jay, does Buzz Rucker Bear wear green pants? He's really... Do you consider Jesus your Lord and Savior? Yes, not Paul, though. So that's why I no longer consider myself Christian. Because when it comes to, you know, it, it's not a big deal. You guys enjoy Christianity. It sounds like a, a real blast. Just drowning in glyphosate and Steven Crowder's transgenderism. All right. Does he have an orange beard? Does he, does he puff from a pipe? Papa Jay says, no, I have the orange beard and own green pants. Jesus, Papa Jay. This really took a hard turn. Papa Jay, are you telling Buzz Rucker Bear to do his little Talmudic tricks? Oh, Bertari, it was all of us, Big Bear. You just stumbled upon it and named it, but it's not you, though. Oh, it is me. And I'm going to control it like a fucking dragon. And that, that's not ego. It's not like I'm forcing people. You're not going to corrupt it and make it uh, like a, an Israeli defense fund or like a transgender furry convention. No. Bertaria is my creation and it's never going to get gay. All right. It's the good, the true, the beautiful. A hill to grow on. Persistence is fertile. You know, no 10 people within 10 miles. 30 million farmers that can each feed 10 people. You know, it's all about gravy on the biscuits. Oh, we all... Remember when that little piece of shit wrote a children's book called Gravy and the Biscuit? And he was like, he wrote me a letter like to get me to sign off on it. And he's like, I don't know where I was inspired by this, but it just kept flowing. I'm like, Gravy and the Biscuit? Uh, yeah, me. I made that. And he's like, oh, but no, but I made the story. Oh, it's about a biscuit looking for gravy? Gee, I wonder where you got... Oh, everyone has access to these ideas. We, we all knew about gravy and biscuits. Owen was just the first one to verbalize it. Okay, I think you belong at a synagogue down the street. If you don't get this under control soon, it won't be long before Bertari has a massive rollerblading ring grumpet. Oh, I'll never let that happen. I'm going to set up trusts, lines of fucking monarchies. I totally understand monarchies and shit. Okay, if I die or get assassinated, that guy is in charge, and he will never let anyone become a rollerblader. Dude, I could see Bertaria, if not controlled properly, like those Ohio Fire Bear types that would make it about, like, hating Jews and starting a church and, you know, getting mad about it. I could totally see someone fucking changing everything about it. Make it like, like you know, Nipples McFuentes' little fucking, you know, milker party, sucking on, you know. We have strict no Paul after... <laughs> No, no, but here's the thing. You can be a Christian, a Muslim, a Jew, a Mormon. You know, you can love Paul and say he saved you personally. Literally don't care. 
But when I'm ranting about it, you're, you know, you got to watch. It's like, you can calmly, you know, give me another sigh, but like, I don't give a fuck what your theology is. Uh, Buzz Rucker literally tried to order Teehee Fancy Pants for me. Shut up, Taylor Berry. Serious? Yeah, he's like, and we all called them Teehee Fancy Pants before you, Big Bear. We had just never done it yet. We heard you do it and then realized we all... Imagine going to like Tesla and being like, we all had already invented the vibration machine that can take down buildings. We had just hadn't thought of it yet. And now that you say it, now it's all of ours. I just mean no Monday morning rule changers years later. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're going to have a protocols of the learned elders of Bertaria. It's a, it's a very, it's a multi-century plan based on crushing self-sufficiency, health, and laughter. All right. Kyneton, any final super chats? I mean, I have been crushing for 20 straight minutes. Not that anyone cares. Big laughs out of Woodmill Bear, but big laughs out of everyone. I'd imagine Cod is next in line. No, I mean, if you want Bertari to turn into a, a Floridian casino, then great. Yeah, Cod's next in line. No, I've, I've, I haven't even thought about it yet. I, I've honestly just started thinking about it right now. Um, we'll, fi- we'll, find, we'll find it next in line. It's not Coddington. Coddington would put it all on red. Buzz Rucker Bear signed up for piano lessons. Good. I'm not against Buzz Rucker Bear. I'm being funny. He just tried to pull an Irish trick. They can't help themselves, guys. That's why I don't get mad at the Jews. They, that's all they know how to do. The Irish go, top of the morning to you, Big Bear. I now figure out what the bears are. We already existed with the trademark Bertaria, but then you stumbled upon and now we all know about it. So it's really ours, right? No. Oh, he got me again. Here I go with me green little pants to pee pee in my own Irish. Um, Walter should be next in line. Yes, Walter's next in line. He will be a child king. No, I'm not going to say that. That means I'm going to die young. I'm, not, I'm taking that back. That was a joke. Things are getting very real when it comes to manifesting. You say stuff and they fucking happen. I don't know if that's happening to you guys, but I will... God willing, I will be an old man surrounded by many generations of children in my bed. There we go. That fixed it. All right, guys, that's it for me today. If you want to support P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. If Buzz Wrecker Bear wants to apologize for being Irish, go ahead and sell a, send a fucking uh, letter. They can't help themselves, guys. They drink, they piss in their own mouths, and they try and get in, they try to infringe on trademarks. BB, I disagree with Buzz Wrecker's message. I know part of that. I, I'm just kidding, Papa Jay. Papa Jay is one-eighth autistic, so we always have to tell Papa Jay that I'm not mad at him. Papa Jay, I'm not even mad at Buzz Wrecker. He was, I get what he was trying to say, that this was a culture that was growing, and I simply... Spirit, no, no, no. I created Bertaria. Never forget that, Buzz Wrecker. You're not about to out of nowhere put a guy named Paul in that's like... You know, gardening sucks and the Jews are great. Don't get me wrong, the Jews are great. My Jews are great. Don't you lay a hand on my fucking Jews. All right. Oh, we all just came up with something called gravy. Buzz, buzz sub air. Part of the reason the Irish have to piss in their own mouth is because Guinness is bread in a glass. Well, no, I think they just don't know any better. All right, guys. Unauthorized.tv, Bertaria campgrounds.com.
It's not Buzz Record Bears. It's mine. And we just completed a pretty big milestone. I'd like to thank you all for being a part of it. Um, EntropyStream.live slash app slash Sean Benjamin Comedy. Be Fruitful Multiply. Oh, and magazine.bertariatimes.com. Be Fruitful Multiply. Don't be fruity and boy guy. Oh, and Kyneton, great work on the UATV chat coming in. Thanks for the laugh song. Yeah, today was a fun one, wasn't it, Coach Bear? And listen, Paul... I don't know. I mean, would you trust a murderer who claims that they saw Jesus by himself on a road to Jamarcus? I wouldn't. All right. Be fruitful, multiply. Don't be fruiting, boy, guy.